What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 80 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I am Bob Gallion Jr. And with me as always is Dallas Gridley. And Dallas, tonight is a big night because we will finally find out who holds all the power. Is it going to be Eric Watts or the Eric from WCW? Or will it be Don Callis, Cyrus the Virus from ECW? We'll find out. In about probably two and a half hours when everything is all said and done on this episode. How amped are you for the January 28th, 2004 weekly pay-per-view for NWA TNA? I think that Eric Watts, Don Callis, I think we're finally going to finish off this power struggle storyline that I it feels like it's been going on for two years. And the company hasn't even been around for two years. So... I'm pretty I'm I'm excited to I think this is this is good. Like I'm not dreading this. I think that it's it's good where we've come. And I think it's kind of fun that Don Callis and Eric Watts are gonna wrestle for it. I think that's like a fun like little stipulation. Yeah. So I don't hate it actually, and I think that it's due. And I think here's my problem with it, is I think I'm sick of both guys, and I think they both need to be off of the TV. But unfortunately we're only gonna be losing one of them tonight. And which but, one would you rather uh, lose? Well, see, I've started to warm up to Eric Watts. That's my problem, too. I do think that Don Callis' role uh, in TNA currently is overdone and, like, not needed. So because of that, I do think that Eric Watts needs to win and get rid of Don Callis. However... I feel like generally babyface authority figures don't work as well. Yeah, the heat is definitely on a to have a heel authority figure. Right. So that I think that's where it would be weird. Although that's not saying you couldn't event, you know, hey, he wins. Um, let's I don't know, five weeks down the line, we start to see a switch, and then Eric Watson's up turning heel, and he's the other. Why not? I don't know. That could be fun, maybe. Well, would um, it kind of defeat the purpose of the angle? Yes, it would. Or that's would the power where would the power just get to his head? And well, that's what I mean. I think there's ways you could do it. Yeah. Um. However, I think, and we'll we'll talk about this during the show as well. I don't think we can forget about that little conversation that Don Callis and Goldilocks had at the bar. How much money? Yeah, I don't think we can forget about that, and I definitely think that they think we forgot about that. Yeah. Because they, they haven't shown it again. And they haven't even talked about it. Like 10A no. or nobody's even mentioned that commentary. And sure, they've seen that. I mean. No. So, that being said, is Goldilocks going to turn on Eric Watts and make him essentially lose his power? And I would assume his, his job, right? Unless he's going to stick around and 
Well, I think it's important to note that it says it lo- they lose power. So we're probably stuck with him, no matter what happens. I think he would still be an active wrestler. I think he just wouldn't have the power associated with it anymore. Oh, Eric Watts needs to win then. Because he doesn't wrestle as much because he's on screen, like, being the authority guy. Yeah. And I like him in that role more than I like him in ring. Yes. So I would, my vote, Eric Watts. And I do think that even though it does say loses power, I don't think we'd see Callis much more if he loses. I think that he would fade out, um, which I think, like I said, I think in in the beginning when they teased this, that he runs the TNA side thing and all that stuff that they were kind of doing behind the scenes. I think that was fine. Then he like introduced the ultimate X. Okay. That's pretty fucking cool. Mm -hmm. And like, once he kind of fell out of like matchmaking and stuff, and then he essentially, he's just (laughs) Jeff Jarrett's manager, which Jeff Jarrett does not need a manager. No. Um, I think that's where it lost it for me. I liked it. I liked even his role when it was just like him and his security and like, this is my security. Mm-hmm. But once again, now we're like blending that with Jarrett. So now it's like too much for me and I'm just kind of sick of callous. It's all, it's all morphed into one. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm definitely curious to see where it's going to go. I'm excited because I think it's, it's another one of their long-term uh, stories. Really? Uh, did I necessarily expect to see Don Callis versus Eric Watts? No. But something had to be done, and it's going to happen tonight. And there's going to be a baseball guy with him at ringside. Bob, who is it? Um, you no, like... it's not. It's not. It's not a baseball guy. Oh my god, it's a football guy. Chicago he... Bear linebacker. I was confused as ba- like who the hell are you talking? I'm sorry, I, I was I was getting too excited. They both sports I don't watch. So the the baseball players don't come until like 2006. Okay, so eventually we'll get the baseball. But right now we had NASCAR. It's not baseball. We had we had NASCAR. Uh, we even had country singers. We had the Tennessee yep. Titans. So technically we did have football. We've already had football, already. football, yeah. But we're getting football again. We've had actors. We've had a- we've had a lot of actors, actually, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but Speaking- no, well, when you were mentioning that, I think that if Cal's were to lose, I don't think he'd even be there the next week. I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think there'd be a fade out. I think maybe like at the start of the next episode, there'd be a, a video package to give him... Like pouting from explosion or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but speaking of actors, uh, we can't forget, Bob. Not that, he, not that he's really an actor. Right? Reality TV star. Oh, God. I forgot. Johnny Fairplay, John Dalton from Survivor. God damn it, Bobby faked his own grandmother's death. He's the biggest heel in reality TV history. You'll love to hate him. And I'll tell you what. I don't fucking love to hate him, but I already hate his guts. Like I, re- dude, this the thing, the peace thing. I hate when he does it like this, when he's like standing and he does right before he hit Styles with the chair. Yep. But that led to, of course, Styles giving him a big power bomb and hang tight. I got a note about that, so we'll talk more about that uh, pretty soon. Dude, I, I here's my prediction on that, that he stiffed him on purpose. I don't know. I do think that that's accurate, but that's gonna be your note. It's like, oh yeah, he did it on purpose. Um, well, probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's necessarily part of it, but I will accept your prediction. Okay. Um, other things that went down last week, uh, the gathering, CM Punk and De Niro running, uh, rampant through 
everyone associated with Raven when Sandman brought in Balls Mahoney for his one and only appearance until 2010. So that happened last week as well. See, we, like, bo- we both said he didn't look bad, right? No. I was actually pretty surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I they I feel like they teased a thumbtack match because they took I feel like they took Ball's like bag of thumbtacks and they didn't do anything with them. So I feel like that's like a subtle tease that we may be getting like a thumbtack match soon or something. I don't know if I necessarily want to see that. They're uh yeah, because <laughs> like they did say like he's the master of the ten thousand thumbtack match. Yeah. And he had the bag, but they didn't dump him out or do anything with him. I think they just gra- like Punk and De Niro grabbed him or something and like held him up. Yeah, but I've never heard him in a thumbtack match before. Oh, there we go. Uh, also, Johnny Swinger and Simon Diamond defeated David Young and Glenn Gilberti. I'm assuming that story's done until I am proven wrong. I don't know about you, but that's, I mean, it was clean too, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was a clean finish. Yeah, but I mean, I think uh, okay, because like I don't think it's over because if it is over, there's nothing for David Young and Gilberti to do. You're not wrong about that. I hate to say. And it. I feel like there's just I think TNA kind of tends to uh, drag things along. No, you're well, right. Well, I don't disagree. So. I don't disagree with that. Yeah, I guess maybe I should say I hope it's done. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's done as well, because like we've been saying, I think there's potential for Simon Diamond to get a little bit of a push. If there were to have been a mid card title aside from the X Division, which is really a cruiserweight title at this point, um, he I think he would have been perfect for a, a mid tier title at this at this rate. Yeah, I agree with that. You're saying that and Swinger, all benefit to him. He's been entertaining as well. I agree. So absolutely, I think they've done really well for themselves. Uh, Dilo Brown was also here last week, taking a break from all those Japan dates, and he defeated Sunny Siaki because we don't know what to do with either guy, so we'll put them in a match together. Although, if you recall, Trinity did sign uh, her, tr- her essentially her allegiance to Jeff Jarrett and turned her back on Siaki last week. Which is weird because, uh, I mean, she's helping Siaki win matches still. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And then she's also, I mean, Siaki was kind of treating her like crap anyway. Right. Uh, it's, it's, if you are dating Trinity on TNA TV, that's kind of what you have to do. It, it's kind of weird that she's not torn, but she's like bouncing between two. Essentially. Abusers. One, abusers. like Siaki's like a verbal. Very dismissive, whatever. And, and then kick, Kid Cash has literally dropped her on her head uh, about lit- five times. Right. Literally beating her up. Yeah. All right. You know, they've, they've, they've ruined the Trinity character. There was so much potential for her in like mid-2003 mm-hmm. to be like their Lita. And they fucked it up. They really did. Uh, Shane Douglas was supposed to be taking on Daniels and Skipper in a handicap match, but it turned into a tag team match. So Michael Shane and Shane Douglas defeated, um, essentially, the uh, reunited Triple X. Not official, but I'm saying they're reunited. Yeah, it's definitely not official. Not official. They came out to Daniel's theme song. That's how we knew it was not official. But they were doing the X's, so it's kind of, it's a soft opening. It's like when a restaurant opens, 
They do the soft opening the week before where like if you kind of if you know it's open, you can go. But like, it's not actually open to the public yet. <laughs> it's the same idea. Yeah. The friends and family can come, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> the redshirt security, Kevin Northcutt legend, defeated America's Most Wanted to become the new number one contenders for the tag team titles. Which is kind of shocking, but I think it made sense. Um, you can't have three life crew versus America's Most Wanted every couple weeks. It'll get very old. So you know what? I'll take it. Will we see new tag team champions be crowned up? Will the red shirt security guys who wrestle in literally red t-shirts become our tag team champions? Uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Me either. If they were to. But I... If they if they were to win it, if it feels as if maybe they would be a transitional thing because because right. as we can't forget, the naturals have returned. That's right. The naturals are back. And that feels like just a matter of time for before AMW or maybe even the naturals were to be the champions and the AMW were to chase after the naturals. Right. So I think that's a fair point. Uh, and then in the main event, it was a street fight. Cage match claims that this is a heavyweight title match. They did not say that, that we heard on the pay-per-view. Uh, Jeff Jarrett versus El Leon. And ended in a no contest, though. Which was kind of lame. Which which you would you would think in, a, in a, a Jeff Jarrett match while he's the champion, that it probably was for the title in that case, <laughs> since there wasn't a winner. But uh, we're yeah, yeah, it Yeah, it is weird that they... There's no, like... Definitive answer on so like which one is which, right? Or if it was a title match or just a street fight. Yeah, I don't know. And like I said, we could have missed something on commentary, but I feel like we would have heard that. So I'm gonna say that it may have not been mentioned. Simple as that. I, you know what? I'm kind of leaning towards maybe it was just because of how Tanay was acting. Like he got on the eight. I agree. No, that's a good point because he, he the intensity was... that he had. He was like, "Come on, you gotta win." So I kind of feel like maybe it was. But he wanted the title to get stripped from Jarrett. Yeah. Well, needless to say, all of that, uh, me and Bob liked the show. We gave it a thumbs up. And it flew by. It flew. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. It's kind of crazy. Um, so what do you think the, the readers thought about it, though, Bob? Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Uh, I'm going to say thumbs up. They gave it a thumbs down. Sixty-six percent gave it a thumbs down. Eighteen point nine percent gave it a thumbs up, and fifteen point one were in the middle. What do you think was voted on as the best match of the show? Uh, shit. I'm gonna say they went with uh, the triple X match. No, that was second. Uh, AMW against Richards. Yes, that was voted on as the top match of the night. And what about the worst match? A little more fun to guess. Uh, Young and Gilberti against Swinger and Diamond. Yes, that was voted on as the worst. And in second place was Sandman and Balls Mahoney versus The Gathering. Yeah. So, pretty fun stuff. Uh, so let me go up to the top here. And now I'm about to say it too, but we cannot forget who else was in the crowd last week, Bob. The Insane Clown Posse was there. ICP! 
Yeah. Uh, Dave notes that the show had a, was a unique atmosphere, as the asylum, which had been dead for too long, was wild with an old ECW arena-like atmosphere, largely because of the insane clown posse. Right. Um, after putting on their website that they would be partying before the show, a ton of new fans, some painted up, attended. The building was nearly sold out with 1,200, and early lines indicated about 70% paper, which I'd like to point out is a little bit higher than they normally say is paper. Mm-hmm. Um, the atmosphere was better than the dead crowd, but in many matches, the crowd just chanted ICP and paid only a little attention to the matches themselves. Uh, ICP themselves came into the crowd and sat in the stands late in the show and spit uh, pop, as he says, or soda. And Jeff Jarrett, as he was brawling with El Leon in the crowd. Not everyone was thrilled with the Juggalo fans, though, because there there were fights in the crowd during the show. Why does that not surprise me? Right. I'm not surprised at all about that. I'm not surprised in the slit. I mean, they're fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. I'm assuming. They have to be. Yeah. We'll see what happens with ICP. Will they will they be back? I don't know. Are they going to wrestle? An even bigger question. They might. They they've might. wrestled every. They've wrestled everywhere else. So they might as well do it in TNA. Might as well be the tag team champions. Why not? Why not beat Legend and Northcutt after they beat Three Life Crew? We'll see what happens. I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Vince Russo was back. We already kind of knew this though. Uh, both helping Wright as well as putting together the Johnny Fairplay angle. Russo is really high on this one, and he and Glenn Gilberti thought his debut was a success, but others in the company weren't nearly as positive. Um, Also, because, and we'll talk more about fair play momentarily. Um, Also, uh, Dave says probably because of Russo, the show featured wild stunts like Eagle Skipper and Tracy coming off the middle rope to the floor, crashing through four chairs. Skipper attempted to protect her, but she appeared to hurt her elbow, which was pretty obvious. Uh, and, of course, Abyss pressing Styles over the top rope and throwing him through a table, as well as a lot of emphasis on the Mike Tenet versus Jeff Jarrett feud. Um, also, it said here that those who are friends with Russo said he appeared a lot more calm than ever before. His attitude is that he'll suggest ideas, but it's up to Jarrett and Mantel to uh and if they don't like them then he isn't going to worry about it which is a different russo and he was telling people that he's born again and he's given up swearing and if he does appear on television he wouldn't use bad language well where's the fun in that yeah what's the fun in that that's like what what? i'm you know what dallas i've decided i am born again yeah right and as a result, I'm never gonna, I'm not I'm not gonna use any bad language. That'll be the day. I you know what? I would like for you to um support me. I do. I support you, Bob, in all your endeavors. It's about fucking time. Oh shit. What? Oh I, I, okay, I got it. Oh my god. <laughs> the hell man. See, I'm so used to it. It just Yeah, you're so used it just slipped out. Uh, in the Jarrett match with Elione in the street fight with no winner, which I'm just saying, by the way, Dave does not mention that it was a title match. I'm just saying. Um, it ended with Jarrett threatening to fire Tanay and Tanay hitting a line that it would be a cold day in hell when Jarrett could get him fired, which seems to mean that that's the direction that they are going. 
Mm-hmm. So they're hinting at the fact that they will be getting rid of Mike Tanay. Which, of course, would hopefully be just a story. I fucking hope. And, of course, we know he stays there for a long time. It's like nine more years. Nine, get rid of him. nine more years of Mike Tanay. Uh, Jarrett uh, held a meeting with the wrestlers backstage at the show, both telling them about the April 4th pay-per-view and telling them that they're cutting back to running three live events per month and one tape show. We kind of discussed that on last week's episode. Um, And Dave notes, of course, because it's weird with them clearly spending money and negotiating with people like Nash and Hogan that they're doing one tape show per month to save money. Uh, Yeah, like I said last week, I'm not a fan of of switching it to tape shows. Because I think I think for us viewing it, it's going to be very noticeable. Noticeable, and if you're going to buy a pay per view, and your chances are, if you know about TNA at this time, you are not a casual fan, right? And I think that most non-casual fans um, would be able to figure out stuff that happened on the show, and then they may or may not want to watch it. Bob, you do it all the time. You'll re- oh, I, I saw it happen on the show. I don't need to watch it now. So it's a real thing. I mean, people do it. So why are you going to see what happened on the show and then pay ten dollars to watch it? You're I gonna... I do it with like Impact now. Right. Not, but here's the thing. I think that Impact's roster here in 2022 is appealing. There's a bunch of guys and girls on that on that show that I'm definitely fans of. The issue is. Number one, I can't really watch it if I wanted to because I don't have fucking Axis TV or whatever it's on. I loved it when it was on Pop because I have Pop or I did have Pop. I was in, I was almost said fuck Pop, but it was Destination America that almost killed it for me. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think, um, I think tape stuff is just... Not great. And, and eventually when they end up being primarily a tape to TV thing, I think they've kind of, they, they make it work. But I think when you start off a pay-per-view format like this live, switching it to taped is bad. And when you're, or at least once a week being taped, once a month being taped is bad. Right. And then also the idea of me paying $10 for a tape show is a bit, a bit of a stretch, I think. For me. Right. I, I totally agree with that. Um, and now kind of bouncing off the, the Nash and Hogan stuff. Um, as of last word, Nash and Hall had not agreed to terms with Jarrett. They were told they have gotten a TV deal in Korea, by the way. Uh, sorry, I forgot this goes into a different thing. So that's that. Uh, they were to- TNA was told that they got a uh, TV deal in Korea. And also, BG James asked if they were going to be starting running house shows, but Jarrett said no. That's all. It's like three points, but if it's in one sentence because the fucking observer is written ridiculous. Well, dude, when you have to type up 20,000 words. Listen, I don't blame him. He does a lot more shit than I could do. Yeah. I'm just saying it's sometimes it's hard to read. And then I do stuff like that where it sounds like Nash and Hall got a TV deal, but it's not. It's TNA. Yeah. Um, so finally, let's talk about Johnny Fairplay. Let me get that out of the way. Um, so they brought out Fairplay with several models in bikini tops and shorts, practically bowing to him. He was in with Don Callis and started out by cutting an Andy Kaufman-style heel promo, bringing out AJ Styles. 
Styles powerbombed him with the idea that they would try to get the clip on television entertainment news shows. There was talk backstage that CNN and Access Hollywood were going to air the clip. And they were told live audience that as well, but neither did. Nor did it get any significant media coverage outside of Nashville, aside from a mention on the KTLA Morning News in Los Angeles, where they showed a clip of AJ Styles calling him Carrot Top's evil twin. With the key lines being Styles saying, survive this, and Mike Tanay saying, welcome to TNA, to get the name of the company out. Uh, so uh, most considered a positive sign that they gave Styles the attempted celebrity rub. They hoped for a long-term publicity stunt would uh, to be to have a match or some sort of confrontation to the at some point with fair play and a rival on the cast at a major pay-per-view this summer. As fair play liked the idea and claimed that he could make it happen. Fair play was telling wrestlers at the show that he'd sign a one-year contract. Uh, which made some of the wrestlers question why why they have to get uh, laid out the why they have to have him get laid out the first week. Even though it didn't work, though, Dave says he thinks uh, they did like the right idea by doing what they did. Well, yeah, I'm not surprised that none of the uh, news media, stations picked them up. Yeah, the media outlets picked it up. Well, you're don't you're not shocked by that, Bob? Uh, no, not really. If if it happened in WWE, I, I'm just kidding. I I, I yeah. also agree. But like if it happened in WWE, I'm sure they would. But I, I mean, I can't see CNN being like, "You won't believe what happened on this TNA show, Johnny Fairplay." You won't believe power. this. And if they were to have done it, they would do it in a, as like a joke. You're right. So I don't know. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Now this week's attempt. At getting some pub is going to be an attempt to do something with Brian Ulacker. Is how you say his name? Ulacker? Your locker? Er, Brian Ulacker. Ulacker. I can't wait. Um, you said that as if he, you're Southern. That Ulacker. Ulacker. Yeah. I was pretending I am in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob already said he's part of the Chicago Bears. And he's friends with Eric Watts, and he would be at ringside for the Watts versus Don Callis in the Loser Loses Power Match. Now, at press time, the only mainstream that we've heard of regarding him was on the local Fox station early morning newscast with a very brief mention of the sports reporter by the sports reporter, which said that he would be wrestling on an NWA. What's that? Uh, pay-per-view show with Jeff Jarrett. Who's that? And Don Callis. Who's that? So, uh, basically, it's kind of just like they didn't... They didn't know what was going on. Nothing knew what was happening. (sighs) Yeah. Um, Now, we've heard the teases. We've talked about it in our notes. The America's Cup deal is coming up, Bob. The new Super X Cup, the America's X Cup. Uh, It looks to be a series of four singles matches, two tag team matches, and ending with an eight-man uh, with points awarded for wins. So it's going to be point-based this time. The, the, right. Yeah, I know. Um, Everything's got to be, like, sports-related. Right. Uh, the TNA team, we've just discussed this before. I don't think it's changed. But it's going to be Jerry Lynn as the captain, who was back last week to a good reaction, by the way. I can't believe we didn't mention that yet. But Jerry Lynn is back. 
Uh, Chris Saban, Sanjay Dutt, and Elix Skipper. The Triple A team is going to be Hector Garza, Juventud Guerrera. Um, I'm gonna mess his name up again. Abismo Negro and Mr. Aguela, who used to be Esa Rios. You uh, you pronounce Juventud's name wrong, actually. Juventud, Juventud. How do I say it? The juicy juice. Oh, that's right, the juice. But he wasn't the juice right now. Yeah, but he has been. Yeah, but he's not. That's how I know him is the juicy juice. So Jerry Lynn asked to work with uh, Rios because they've wrestled many times in the WWF. That's what I'm just I'm just reporting in that. the WWF. That is what it says. Apparently, they work together a lot. Probably on house shows. I get, I I didn't even know that. Well, you learn something new every day here on the TNA Cross the Line podcast. That is why I'm here reading you this stuff. I'm, you know what? Fuck this. I'm looking that up. Okay, you look that up. I'm going to read the uh, keep Go ahead. here. Yeah. Uh, Chase Stevens and Andy, Andy Douglas, who are the local tag team, the Naturals, who often feud with Harrison Storm, return and cost them the tag team title shot in the match with the Red Shirts. Crowd reacted good to the match. Storm suffered what appears to be a broken hand, taking a bad fall during the match. So that's not good. Storm broke his hand? Appears to be. Um, it's it's noted in Brian Alvarez's part that they're unsure on uh, how bad the injury is at the time. But we will find out, I guess, what happens. Hmm. As we uh, so I have, I've done my research. Oh. And. <laughs> oh, boy. So here's the thing. So Jerry Lynn had a couple matches in 1995 for WWF. Okay. Okay. They were against Rad Rafford, which he lost. And then he teamed up with a guy named Lenny Carlson to lose to the Heavenly Bodies. Those were on Superstars and Wrestling Challenge, respectively. Okay. Mr. Aguila wasn't in the WWF in Wait, I, Wait, am I saying his name wrong, too? Mr. Aguila. Oh, I thought it was Aguila. Well, whatever. I, I don't think it really matters. People know. I say Rios. I say Rios. Uh, Jerry Lynn did not wrestle in 96 for WWF. He was in WCW by that point as Mr. Jail. Uh, 1997, okay, he goes back to the WWF. And oh. he has two matches. One of which is against Taka Michinoku, which he lost. The second one was on WWF Shotgun Saturday Night, where he defeated Steve Casey. So I'm no rocket scientist here. But it would appear that prior to... Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Correction, maybe. Maybe they're saying... Did they wrestle a lot in 2001? And it looks like they might have. Oh, shoot. Bob was about to start talking shit. I was about to talk some shit here. Now, they wow. said a bunch of times. It looks like as if he wrestled S.A. Rios uh, two times, three, four. Dude, that's enough to make an impression. Five. Huh? Five. Five times. That's enough to be like, hey, I want to work with him again. Yeah. I'll give him that. I forgot that Jerry Lynn went to the Dead of Death in 2001. 
so, I guess I'll, I didn't. I don't know if I realized. So I'll give them. I'll give. I'll give them credit because I was confused because like, I was thinking of '98, like in the '97, '98 when they had like the light heavyweight title tournament. I was like, come on, maybe. But then I also kind of forgot that S.A. Rose was still in the WWF come 2001. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So that's, I need to watch some Jacked from 2001, I think, <laughs> to check out that match. I, because you know, it couldn't even get on Sunday Night Heat. Yeah, that's they put him on the D show. The fact that you, you have enough shows to have a D show is bad. And listen, I know that they, they have many shows now that no one watches, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm very aware of that. Yeah. Like, do you know anyone, Bob, in your your own life that watches main event? Uh, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Absolutely not. Okay. Did you even know main event was still a thing? I did. I forget about it every couple months till someone goes, oh, these guys wrestle on main event. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, and the thing, too, that's funny about that is, like, I'll see I'll see reviews of it online, and I'll be like, "Who the fuck is reviewing main event?" And I'll see the and like I'll see the guys wrestling on it. And it's always like Shelton Benjamin, and uh, like Dijak or something. T bar. T bar. Excuse me. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, back to TNA. Oh, speak, right. Speaking of Lynn, with him resigning last week, Alvarez notes that the story was that Dutch Mantel wasn't very high on him. But Russo wanted him in, and since he's got power again, uh, the rest is history. And so they brought Jerry Lynn back. Well, you know what? That's something with uh, Vincers that I can appreciate. totally fucking agree with. Yeah, uh, I only got a couple more very quick. That actually, I don't really have. I literally these are even just kind of touching up last week, and then we can pretty much get into the explosion in the show here, Bob. Um, they also did that thing last week uh, where Raven's voice played. The lights flickered. His voice was like all weird and stuff uh, mm-hmm. after Punk and De Niro beat Sandman and Mahoney. But Raven wasn't there. Uh, and they're building for Raven's return, which apparently isn't actually planned until February 18th. So three weeks. Yeah. So we got a little bit of time before Raven makes his return. Um, a lot of weird segments happened, uh, such as Tiny the Bellkeeper attacking Kid Cage, and it's weird as far as Dave said it's weird, by the way. Uh, Tiny the Bellkeeper, he attacked Kid Cash again, Cash when he was attacking Sarah Lee, um, which D- uh, Dave says that Russo loves the May Young stuff, so like the beating up old ladies thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Siaki. Uh, being approached by Cash to sign Jared's side, while in Siaki's words, he was doing a doo-doo in the stall with Trinity outside. And then, as we mentioned, Trinity left Siaki for Jared's group. Um, Diamond and Swinger are faces, but nobody knows it yet, Dave says, which I totally disagree that nobody knows it. People know that. Uh, and D'Lo Brown is back between the tours. And then we already talked about Northcutt and uh, Legend beating America's Most Wanted about three times now. So I think that's it. I'm scrolling again, and that is all of my pre-show notes. I have some fun stuff we're going to be talking about during the show, including a note on my favorite TNA dancer, April. She's fired. I know that April, that doesn't sound like a good tease to keep listening, but there's, there's better stuff than that. You didn't think we were going to talk about Hulk Hogan again, did you? 
Guess what I found, guys? Here's the real tease. I found Lollipop's OnlyFans, and I'm doing a live review of it tonight. Tonight on the show. $3.99. That's right. Uh, no, but there's uh, plenty of stuff that we'll talk about during the shows. But let's talk about Explosion quick, and then we'll get into the show. Uh, first, I'd like to say that Explosion, um, according to the live results, did not take place before the show. And the matches that Cage Match lists as Explosion, I have not seen. So I don't know where they came from, but I'm just covering our bases, Bob. I want to get it out there in the open. Before today's show... And I did not look at the results. I saw the names. They filmed the first round for the America's uh, X Cup. Oh, so that's how they're going to do the tape thing then. Right. So, And that's what they did with the first one. They did a little by little. So right. this week they did do the first round of that. And there's there's um, we'll see on the notes and stuff like next week. I'll skip it, and I'll be saving those notes if there's anything of importance for our America's X Cup episode. Since it's taped, and I don't really know what else we're going to talk about. Right. Um, that, but makes according- that makes sense for them to do it that way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but according to Cage Match, Explosion number 64 did happen on January 28, 2004, and it aired on January 31, 2004, and it featured the following matches. El Leon defeated Lex Levette. Don Harris defeated Nate Webb. And Sonny Siaki defeated Danny Jax. Apparently that happened. I have no record of from the Observer that it happened, but I'm going to take your word from it because, God damn it, Impact Plus does not have explosion from 2000, from any of it, any of the good ones. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually had a dream. <laughs> I don't know why I had a dream of this, but I had a dream that Scott Demore re- like, quote, tweeted our, our request for that. <laughs> and it's like, here you go. No, well, he he just seemed in my dream to be very dismissive of it, and I think in the in the dream he just plugged Impact on Access TV. <laughs> That's exactly what would happen, though. You know that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You get that? Thanks for your thanks for asking about Explosion, but you can catch Impact on it. Yeah, it's like that's every what Thursday it was. at eight o'clock. Seven. That's like exactly what it was about. So no. We will. Uh, I I dream about weird shit. So do I, Bob. So what do you do what I. do you dream about that's so weird? Um, I just had the mo- my most recent weird one. I forgot to tell Kaylee about this. I, I I took a COVID test and it said it was like negative, but then it was like, oh no, you got to test it with like you got to get in your ear, and like try to get some. What? Like, yeah, and then like then I had a COVID from my ear. Maybe you're onto something, dude. I, I don't know. I'm just Maybe saying that it's not up the nose anymore. It's got to go in your ear. And mind you, I'm not sick. I don't know why I'm dreaming that about COVID tests. I haven't had I, I haven't had a, had to get a test in a while, luckily. But yeah, I'm not Bob. I don't go every month. Did you just insult me? No. Damn. January 28, 2004. Pay per view number seventy. Nine. And I bite my fucking tongue. Guys, don't get confused. This is episode 80. Piece of shit. Pay-per-view 79. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to count down from fucking uh, f- uh, three. Oh. Uh, when I say play, you're going to have to hit the play button on 
your fucking uh, Impact, Impact Plus. Plus app, which, reminder, it took them two years, but they gave Dallas a free month for the inconvenience. They gave me a free month, and I have not cashed in on that yet. Well, maybe it starts from when they told you, hey, this is what we're it's doing. A, it's so. a promo code. It's a promo code. Actually, it probably expired two years ago when I was supposed to get an email back. They probably is already done. Probably. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, or, you know, of course, if you have it on a VHS tape or DVD or whatever, uh, you can watch along that way as well. But here we go. Ready? Three, two, one, play. Immediately going into a video package. And we have one hour, 52 minutes, and 49 seconds. Here we go. Well, you guys got a runtime pretty much. <laughs> We're 15 seconds into the show. If you yeah. <laughs> All pro. Four time, four time, four time. Now this is their attempt to get on ESPN again. Wait, look at this is video footage of the ICP coming out of their limo in the parking lot. Just chanting Jared uh, sucks. I think that guy that doesn't have his face painted is Corporal Robinson that came out with them. Oh, wow. So on the left right there. It can be the home of the wicked clowns if they want it to be. Are we going to see El Leon's face tonight, Bob? There's no way he's keeping on that boring-ass black relic mask forever. Um, I'm going to say no. Okay. Give that oh. fuego. Look at the look at the ICP logos like popping up, the little clowns okay. and stuff. Because they did, yes, their trademark. Fago soda pop spray. We I'm just call that, it soda here in New York. That's right. I hope we get Central. a uh, shaggy two dope against uh, Jeff Jerry match. Yeah, oh yeah, Styles got involved. That's right. And then this is where Beth murders him. Does that, does that mean they're going? They're probably going full steam with the Abyss uh, AJ feud, right? Yeah, I, and it's really going to – where it's going to build to, Bob, is that lockdown 2005 number one contenders match. That's really what this is going to head right. toward. You got 15 months in the making is what you're telling us. Wow, it's only 15 months away. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait. It's going to be a cold day in hell, Jared, when I lose my job because of you. Oh, look at him. Look how they're doing the video of him shaking tonight. Look at today's eyes. Here's a limo. Who the heck is that? Who's that guy, Bob? There's Goldilocks. Is that the Brian guy? No. Here's Eric Watts. Eric Watts and Goldilocks wearing matching leather jackets. Who is that guy? That's Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher. My favorite. Maybe, uh, maybe it's like player. Brian Urlacher's uh, agent. Oh, maybe. He's got our lacquer. Are you ready for some TNA? Look at the TNA remix album, Be a Man, by Big Three Records, LLC. MachoMan.com. Is that still an active website, you think? I'd be shocked. Oh, no, it is. It is? Yep. And it's like Randy Savage? Uh, well, it's like, you know, getting licensing stuff and like official merchandise. 
Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at that. But then it goes to uh, WWE Shop. Aww. I don't like that. We've had no notes about Randy Savage singing the theme song for how, TV. Yeah, how do they not even one time uh, mention it? Dude, I have no idea. I can't believe it, though. Um, oh, my God. They just showed Amazing Red getting murdered in the video. Where has oh, he been? I need him back. I mean, who? probably Japan. Amazing Red. I, you know what? I could look it up if you want. Yeah, you know what? Why don't you? I'm sick of waiting for him. Because what I've been doing uh, since the beginning of uh, 2004 here is I am double dipping on my laptop. So I have one laptop for the show and another one for research. That's a really great idea. Look at all the handcuffs. They're showing us the handcuffs that everyone will be handcuffed in pairs ringside tonight. Hmm. Well, what we don't realize is that all of the uh, stripper girls here will be using those later tonight at the hotel for all the wrestlers. Hmm. Here comes Abyss opening us up. Oh, we're starting off with Abyss. Okay, come on. We're amazing, Red. Where have you been? Uh, all right, let's see here. Amazing Red. Well, we got new nameplates. You want to take a guess on the last time that we saw Amazing Red? July. Yes. Wow. Uh, and in fact, he has not rustled since August. What? For all Japan. He must be. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. I thought you meant in general. I was like, what the world? Well, no, because that's the last time he's wrestled. Oh. So from August 20th, 2003 to right now, he has, according to Cage Match, has not wrestled one single match. Wow. They're showing D'Lo talking about, uh, oh, Abyss putting his hands on his friend AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. This is becoming personal. Remember when, like, he hated AJ Styles because, like, they broke up? That was weird. Yeah, I do remember that. That was a weird little uh, video. No, he's fucking booking it. Here we go, man. Abyss versus D'Lo opening up. Lots of ICP fans in the crowd again. I'm expecting to see them again. I wonder, you know what? I wonder if ICP are going to be a regular thing now here in, uh, in uh, DNA. The I assignment. mean, I, I agree that I hated how they essentially took the show over for their own shit. I was but, not, uh, yeah. but they definitely made the crowd fill out more and they were louder. So there's positives, but there's a lot of negatives as well. Yeah. Who are those TNA girls? I haven't seen either one of them before. That one looks like she shouldn't be out here. Definitely not old enough. Yeah. Why have we multiplied the TNA dancers by like three? I don't know, and I don't know when I'm going to tell you my awesome April Bennington note, but I can't wait. Is she posing for Playboy? No, Bob, I would have known that by now. Trust me. I would have had the magazine. I would have bought it on eBay. (laughs) You probably would have. New, though. You got to buy that shit new, like in the packaging. Didn't you get, didn't you have the uh, Tory and Sable one? Yeah. You probably still have it, don't you? Yeah, it's in a box somewhere. Yeah, you pervert. It's with my magazine collection of wrestling right. magazines. <laughs> right. It's all the same thing. <laughs> it's all... <laughs> That's Dallas. Dilo, huge crossbody off the top. Hits a best. 
Only gets <laughs> one count. Throwing some bows Mostly. in the corner. Whips it in the corner here versus it. Even Tanae noting that they've been friends and foes. Wow. You see, they don't ignore it, dude. Tanae. Oh. Slam. Matt gut first. There is a guy on the hard camp side that's sticking out to me. He's got number 54. He's got the fucking ICP face paint. And for some reason, he's just sticking out to me. Well, because he's the only one in that section with face paint on it. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah. Oh, no, there's one other one. I see him. Yeah, but that's the guy that's just really... No, I see... No, it is to me, too, though. Hand I can't wait for everyone together. to be handcuffed together. Yeah, it's going to be so weird. Come on, D-Lo! I know, they're just yelling for D-Lo. This lady's those, like, come on! Those are, those are like the same people. I feel yeah. like in those seats, too. Those are the same women we always see over there, really. Yeah. He like got sent into the ring steps, and it looked like he was, uh, what was it called? Planking? When he, like, oh, laid yeah. Out yeah, he is. Look this at is him. why he's planking. Even today goes, he went shoulder first, so why was he acting like he literally got knocked out cold? Well, that's what you do in wrestling. If you get hit in the shoulder, it's really a, just a horrible head. In, uh, head you wince, head in and then you're like, oh, my head. Right. Uh, by the way, there is no uh, indie notes for either one of these guys. Yeah, I'm not really surprised about that. D'Lo just spit when he just got splashed, and the crowd looked down like in disgust. Like, is that what he just spit out? <clears throat> That's kind of uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, kind of ironic because I'm sure the uh, the jiggle the juggalos probably uh, are far more disgusting than what D'Lo Brown just spat out of his mouth. Listen, we're not talking for everyone. I do not condone what Bob's saying. It's a joke. All right, I'm a juggalo. Uh, me and some coworkers were going to dress up as juggalos for Halloween once, and one of our bosses uh, gave us a look when we said we were going to do that. No, I, well, I am a juggalo because, like, I can do like three at a time, and uh, I would have really good hand-eye coordination for that. Okay. Uh, Abyss is setting up a table in the same spot. You know, it's really where... tough to work with somebody when I make a juggler joke compared to a juggalo. And I, and I, it's, thought I got it. I got it. And the it's joke. just a complete no reaction. What do I say? Ha <laughs> ha, he juggles. He's deadpan. Unreal. Oh, he went for the shock treatment, but Dilo slipped out. That table set up. Abyss catches the foot in Ziguri by Dilo Brown. Abyss gets knocked off his feet. Austin would have laughed. He would have been like, Bob, you're dumb. No, he would have said the same thing. And he would have moved on. He would have ignored you, and then he would have said, wow, dude, skip and zip. Really like Tom Pritchard. Well, you know what? That's probably right. And then you'd be like, well, I I don't don't like him as much. And he'd be like, I don't know, dude. And if you're wondering who Austin is, head over to the IcoPod podcast where Dallas, myself, and Austin Skinner, we've been watching WWF 1996, and we're pretty close to just quitting. As D'Lo Brown hit a heel kick on Abyss coming up the ropes. Pretty close is an understatement. D'Lo <laughs> looks like he's about to go high risk here. Another, oh, no, that was a uh, leaping. 
clothesline. A flying clothesline. Dallas. Leap, flying, same idea. I'll oh, drop. Ducks the clothesline from Abyss. Oh, D'Lo can barely pick Abyss up. Uh, don't do it, D'Lo. I feel this is not going to go well. Oh, he did it. I'll be honest with you. I think Abyss told himself there. Like, I think he did that all himself. Maybe. Swinging side slam by D'Lo for a two count. That was impressive display of strength. It was certainly more than I can do. Oh, spearing the ring post. Shock treatment. What is he going to do? Oh, oh, he's got him up. Torture rack. It's the shot. Drops down. Drops him down on the shoulders in the torture rack position. Could that be it? One, two, no. I feel like the shock treatment is more devastating than the black hole slam. I think it's a nice move. Uh, yeah. Is it good for like Abyss's tailbone? No. No. But visually, I think it looks more devastating. Although it depends on who he hits the black hole slam on. That's a good point. Like I'm sure he's gonna try to go for it right now. Oh. Nope. Pop ups. Spinebuster, kind of, by uh, Spinebuster, yeah. He didn't drop uh, him, though, so it's kind of sad. He kind of just dropped him. Yeah, Tanae's trying to play it off like a powerbomb. I mean, he didn't get him high enough for it to be a powerbomb. Maybe that's what it was supposed to. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Anyways, D'Lo's going for the lowdown. Oh, uh, but it gets crushed. You know, how often have we seen that recently? Like, shoving the referee into the ropes to crotch their opponent. It happens a lot. And that should be a disqualification, uh, Rudy Charles. Black hole slam. I should do that. One, two, three. Wow. That seems Third like that's a crutch for like finishing like moves. Like to set it up. Yeah. Well, Abyss is victorious against D'Lo Brown. Look at the hair on this guy. <laughs> Crowd's not even reaction. He, you know what? You think Abyss is a juggalo? Um, maybe. The table was not used, by the way. Not yet. Where's AJ Styles? I don't know. I can't believe they're not using this table right now. Well, he's looking at it. He's dripping sweat all over it. If it was, if this was 2022, it'd be a door. That's true. We can't afford tables anymore, guys. No. Cost-cutting measures. Oh, look at this. Oh, a big deal. You woke up. Grabs Abyss's hair. Oh, but... Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, there we go. Oh, shit. And he just tossed him off the apron through the table. There was no give in that table, dude. You know what? I bet you D'Lo Brown showed up to the arena on this night. Probably super energetic. Is he bleeding? Oh, he's bleeding from the mouth. He probably had a capsule in his mouth. Uh, D'Lo probably showed up. He's like, I beat Sonny Siaki last week. I'm going to get a push. And they're like, listen, uh, D'Lo, you're going to job out to Abyss tonight. <gasps> and they go through a table afterwards. Here's El Leon. Oh, my God, dude. El Leon. They got matching tattoos. It's his brother. Oh, my God. My brother, Abyss? This is his other brother. 
It's not Joseph Park. This is El Leon. Clothesline's a piss out. Oh, it's half to the floor. Is El Leon Take off your shrinking? Take Has it been shrinking in size? Do you think so? No, maybe. I don't know. Is this the same guy that we saw the first time? Oh, wait. His arms do look smaller. I mean, he's still huge. But I don't know. This dude's pretty small. big. I meant, like, height-wise. It's probably the same guy. I'm just exaggerating, but... It's definitely the same guy. We're backstage with Scott Hudson. Jarrett's yeah, on the yeah. phone again. Here's D- uh, Disco Inferno, the red shirt security, David Young, Tom T. I'm going to tell you one more time, Jeff. If oh wow, if the if the football guy doesn't leave, then Eric will be forfeiting the match and his job also. The football guy. It's Brian Urlacher. Brian Urlacher. If he doesn't leave, and I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do right now? I'm gonna do a complete year by year stats breakdown. No, I'm listening to this interview. Wait. What about the clowns? Almost there here. Wait. Gilberti says he's going to take care of the clowns. We're going to get David Young and Glenn Gilberti versus the ICP. I'm telling you right now. Great. I can't wait. All right. So here's the news here. Uh, Brian Urlacher, he played from 2000 to 2012. He is a Hall of Famer, uh, eight-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, 2000 Defensive Rookie of the Year, 2005 Defensive Player of the Year, um, Bob, we're I'm seemingly stretching D'Lo Brown out. It looks like – are we writing him off maybe right now? I don't I don't see a stretch. Oh, it is a stretcher. That's an old stretcher, though. Yeah, he's a, he, here's a fucking neck brace. How are you going to get that on his little head? How is he going to be able to bobble it? Exactly. That's not right. Are we writing D'Lo Brown out of TNA right now? Is this the end of D'Lo Brown? Well, I'm sure he's just going back to all Japan. We're going to look at the history between Chris Saban and Michael Shane now. Cool. I can give more stats on Brian Urlacher. So his no, I have a lot of news to get through. It's only 12 years that I have to break down here. No, we don't like him. All right. Well, I tried, guys. I was trying to incorporate some football, and Dallas shot me down. I, wait, I can't. All right. Well, here, let me give uh, some indie notes here for uh, Chris Saban. On January 24th, he teamed up with Nate Matson. To defeat Briar Wellington and Gutter for IWR. Uh, and then on January 25th, he lost the MMWA marquee title to Gutter for obviously MMWA in Cadillac, Michigan. Uh, and that appears to be it. Oh, well, and also, since we haven't seen him in a couple weeks, he defeated Petey Williams on January 17th for IWA Mid-South. Wow. Look at Shane uh, Douglas laughing as if he's winning the title. He is. If Only his guy, if his guy wins, can claim wins. victory in Ultimate X. Tonight, they meet one. I, I, I bet you it's not the next match, and I just said that for no reason. Chris Saban, Michael Shane. I don't know why you said it during that, but I'll take it. For the X Division. Well, I was just trying to get ahead of the game here. I do, you know, you would have forgot if you didn't, so I'll give it. I did. So there's your Chris Saban update, okay? I'll yeah. just incorporate it whenever they show up on the screen. Who's that? What's that? That's not April. That's not Lollipop either, is it? Oh, she's got the tattoo. Maybe it is Lollipop. Maybe Lollipop. I think it is Lollipop. 
That's right. X Division oh, so Championship okay, up there. next. Whew. Credibility. Well, Bob, speaking so. of X Division, wait, first, hold on. First title defense of Saban's second reign. That's right. He did just win it two weeks ago. Former champ Shane earned the title match. I don't know about earned. That was two weeks ago. Top two X Division rivals. That's right. And Bob, speaking of X Division, they're thinking about bringing Just Incredible back. For the X Division? How is that? No, the I, X Division. It has nothing to do with X Division. <laughs> but they're thinking about bringing him back. There is talk. What do you think about that? Um, I guess I don't hate it. I think, I mean, he's, I, he's okay. He was fine when he was here, right? I thought. Yeah, yeah. He's all right. This is the challenger, Michael Shane. Oh, here's the replay of the Elix Skipper fucking Tracy thing. Oh, gosh. That was nuts. I still can't believe it. Look at she has like a cast on. What what is she Owen Hart? Maybe she broke her wrist. I hope she didn't. Me too. You don't care. Yeah, I do I like Tracy? She's a yeah. nice lady. You've you've gone out of your way to message me countless times to say how much you dislike her. No. That's not true at all. That's definitely true. Here comes our champion, Chris Saban. He's wearing red. Red tonight. Hell, in the red corner. Hell, Saban. Hell, Saban. Hell, Saban. Hell, Saban. I think this should be a fun uh, exhibition title match. I'm not going to complain. Let's do it. That's right. Hold up the belt, Mike Posey. That's right. You know what to do. <laughs> That's right. Hold up the belt, Mike Posey. You know what to do. Uh, as we start off this match, and it's probably going to be just some technical locking up, as it already is. Um, you know, we talked about recently the WGN deal that's happening. Well, there's not any new news on it, um, but it is appeared to be that the plan is to use these 995 shows to build toward the three-hour pay-per-views that we discussed last week for uh, 34.95 Sunday night pay-per-views uh, every three months, starting even as early as April. It's kind of mm -hmm. weird. Um, and this is an Alvarez mentioned this. So uh, it, he says, it'll be interesting to see if the addition of these shows will cause folks to stop buying weekly events, since obviously the biggest matches will always be on Sundays. Um, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. As soon as soon as you like, you do that. You bring in another um big event like that. It's gonna you're gonna suffer on your weeklies. Right. So that doesn't surprise me. Side headlock gets pushed off, saving down. Oh, Michael Shane floats over. Gets the ropes. Nope. He grabbed the ropes. Rolls through. Ducks the clothesline by Saban. Comes back. Stand a hurricane around him. Michael Shane goes to the floor. Oh, Saban. Is he about to dive? Let's see. One, two, three. No, he goes for baseball slide. Michael Shane moves. Goes for punch. Oh, Saban box it. Nails him with the right. 
he's what a thinking, mean forearm. He was thinking about throwing one of those knuckleballs. Oh, wait, it's football. Sorry, it's football. It's football. That was impressive. He landed a uh, backflip and then came well, back. Well, I mean, a knuckleball oh. is not football. Is that what, what are you trying to say? Nothing. Knuckleball is baseball. Yeah, and then I remembered that the guy here tonight's football. It's football, right. Okay. Was he always on the Bears? Yes, he was. Really? He never moved around like all the other guys? No. I believe he almost did, but instead he retired. Oh, so he was like, I'm, I'm, a, life, I'm a bear lifer? Uh, yeah. Was he really good? He's a Hall of Famer, Dallas. That usually means that you're good. Uh, not always. Yeah, it does. Maybe in other sports. <laughs> not in wrestling. Yeah. Tracy, checking uh-huh. on Michael Shane. He's whispering in her ear, sweet nothings, saying, I can't wait to go get donuts and coffee after the show. Shane Douglas is on commentary, by the way. Yes, he is. Maybe he's going to be a commentator now, not a pro wrestler. That's a good point. How would you feel about that? Um, I, I like to name them list. I also don't honestly really like three-man booths. Sue really? me. Sue me. I don't like it usually. You don't like it with AEW? No, I don't. Oh. And that Personally, said, I, I would get rid of uh, JR for that, but that's just me. Yeah, sue, sue me and Bob, but I also I would get rid of Jim Ross as well on uh, Dynamite. Yeah. I mean, largely because he actively does not enjoy the product. Or the wrestlers, at least. Most of them. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of kind of it. In fact, I liked it when Taz was there for a while. So that was good. Taz is dark and stuff too. So yeah, I, li- I, like, seeing, I like seeing Taz's clips on uh, Dude YouTube when he's like, he doesn't know what's going on or like what Excalibur is saying. Ta- uh, Michael Shane slammed Saban against the announce table, which did not break. Um, I, Taz makes me literally laugh out loud. I'm sitting by myself and I'm watching Dark, and he starts singing along with Jungle Boy's theme song. And I laugh out loud, dude. It's so funny. He's like, ah, ah, and I just start laughing. It's the funniest shit ever. We're back in the ring. Oh, nice chops. Woo! Ready, Bob? Shh. Whoa. Oh, nope. Saber ducked that one. Oh, whoa! Oh, oh, he's laying in a couple. Three. Did you just howl? I didn't mean to, but yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> back body drop. Actually, the people in the crowd are making the same noise you just made. Oh, whoa, whoa. I swear I heard that from somebody in the crowd. They're not chanting as much ICP stuff this week. And none at all. No, actually, the crowd's kind of dead again, to be honest. Oh, Sabin gets crouched. Hung up. Tree of woe. If you're following whoa. along at home, we're at 26 minutes, 51 seconds. Or if you're like me, it's one hour, 26 minutes, and one second left. You don't actually watch it with that, do you? What's that? You watch it with that on the whole time. Yeah. Huh. Okay. I even do it now when I uh, review shows. It's, it just goes, it honestly, for some reason, goes by a lot quicker. I could understand why you would do it like that. Here, I, I just, just can't do it, Bob. 
Look at this running dropkick replay that we're seeing. And now he's got Saban in a chin lock. This is this is illegal. This would get Bob's website banned. <laughs> Damn you, Shawn Michaels and Greg Valentine. Bob's sending me a Snapchat of his time, I think. Yep, he sure did. It's true. Let me send a reply. Not great. Ducks the clothesline by saying, oh, holy shit. That was like a snap belly-to-belly overhead suplex that Michael Shane flipped into the cover. He pinned him immediately after they landed. That was a nice move. That was fucking awesome. You know what? He probably got that from uh, Shane Douglas. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a belly. It's kind of a belly-to-belly suplex, which is but what yeah, Shane Douglas It's more of an over-the-head, though, you know? Kind of flipped with him. It was beautiful. Great. That's the it's best almost like ever. a modified exploder, really. Right. Over back suplex now. Nope. Saban lands on his feet. Comes back. Discus chop. Woo! I'm gonna get yelled at. You're gonna yell cause like Peach to start barking at you. I'm I'm gonna get off, and, Kay- and Kaylee's gonna be like, "You were yelling a lot again tonight. You were did really she, loud." Did she say that to you? Almost every week, <laughs> I get told how loud I was being. Like uh, recently, when uh, me and Bob did a recording on a Sunday morning, I was told she couldn't fall back asleep because. I was yelling too much. Springboard missile dropkick <laughs> from behind his son Shane to the floor. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, I'm not that loud. I'm actually like, yeah. I was like, well, guess what? You got earplugs, baby. Put them in. Put them in. Put them to use. Oh, look. He's telling the crowd to move. What's about to happen? Oh, clotheslines him over the guardrail oh, into the crowd. He still kicked somebody in the head. Sure did. Michael Shane did on accident, but still. Oh, boy. He moved the guardrail back, so there's a little bit extra space. We are brawling in the crowd. This is unusual for an X Division match. Well, that oh, is true. I mean, Jeff Jarrett's not in the uh, Jeff Jarrett's not in the X. So. Uh, Saban's in the ring. He's got a running start. Springboard dives onto Michael Shane into the crowd. That was awesome. Springboard off the top. Remember, like, the first time Saban tried doing that and he completely missed it and then crashed to the floor? Yeah. We got to see this again. Keith in the truck. Picture in picture. Go back to live action, guys. We're missing it. We're going to do a bonus episode where we rewatch the first episode they figured out how to do replays on. Oh, my. And and Bob's going to do drinks for all the replays. The amount of times that they were just, yeah, the day they figured that out. <laughs> they're like, guys, we know how to do the replace now. And they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was awesome. DDT had like a suplexer. Tracy Brooks puts Shane's uh, foot on the bottom rope. She's like, oh, my my hand. I didn't do that. Yeah, she hurts. was able to do that with a broken wrist. Now, here's my question. I've, I don't think I've ever really broken a bone before, but if you have your arm in a cast, does your arm still hurt? I haven't broken a bone either, so I honestly don't know. I feel like it must, right? I feel like it doesn't because didn't. Well, that was a jumping DDT. You know what? Our buddy Austin <coughs> would know. Oh, he didn't have an actual cast on though. He had like an air cast. Yeah, because I feel like when they let's say if I were to break my arm, they realign the the bone. Right. They put it in place. I feel like it's tricking your mind. Like, <gasps> oh, hey, it's fine. Oh, super kick to like the armpit. 
after he flipped Saban, he like caught his foot and made him do a backflip, and he landed and then super kicked him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe, and then the cast is just there to keep it where it is, which we know, of course, but. Yeah, I don't know. Look at Shane looking to do a super kick here. He's slapping his leg quite a bit. Telling him again, it's coming. Oh, and that ducks. allows Saban to duck under. Cradle Going shock? for cradle shock. No, he rolls through. Oh, reversal. Oh, he caught him. Oh, wow. That was a quick pin. Shane Douglas and I, Abby. Yeah, Shane Douglas is pissed. No! 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 That's it. I'll go for the exhibition title. He's like, what the hell? Cut the fucking music. Next week, it's going to be Tracy with a broken fucking arm. I guess you, Chris, say bad. No, she's got to fight Daniels. Remember, they squared off. Oh, right. Well, how about he says that and then Daniels comes out and he'll be like, no, no, no. I'm the Chris she's fighting. Yeah. Chris Tougher Daniels. Michael Shane, or sorry, uh, Shane Douglas is pissed. He's yelling at poor Michael Shane. There's The crowd is chanting whoop his ass, I think. Yeah, for Michael Shane to do it. Look at, see? Franchise. He's doing the fingers. Yeah. Franchise. The triple threat, dude. Focus. Don't listen to New franchise. Things. Are they already teasing tension between these guys? Yeah, but you know what, though? they I mean, not that I think we need it, but they have been a group for a little bit at this point, so I wouldn't say already. It, they've been a group for a little bit. It's been like three months. That's a decent amount of time for a group that we probably don't think come is going to stay together for a while. Come on, Dallas, come on. Okay, do Johnny Fairplay time, which means I got some notes. Um, but, but first, what did you think about that match? Uh, that was a better one of the better Michael Shane matches I've seen. Yeah, I think so too. At first, I was like, I don't know, I don't know, but it like really picked up, and then I, I really liked it. So I thought it was very enjoyable. Yeah, that was it, back. Um, you know, we've been bringing in all these new people like Johnny Fairplay. You know, Bob, that there's someone else that was rumored to be coming in. Can you believe it? Oh. Former WCW wrestler Dale Kiss Demon Torborg was recently hired. Um, as conditioning coach for the Chicago White Sox. Now, Torborg had been wanting to return to pro wrestling for some time, but nobody was interested. <laughs> and I, an idea was <laughs> an idea was pitched where uh, when he was with the Florida Marlins before he was fired, where he'd work uh, some work some for TNA and always wear TNA shirts with the idea that it would make an intriguing story for baseball writers in every city the Marlins played to give TNA some mainstream, but it never went anywhere. And then Torbor cut his hair, which, of course, signifies that he's kind of um, not wrestling anymore. But in 2021, he finally made his Impact Wrestling debut in the Bound for Glory Battle Royal. I don't think that's accurate. Wait, he wrestled? Oh, no, you're right. We did look that up, actually. I lied to you. We yeah. looked that up. You're right. You're right. Because yeah. after I remember when um, we were talking about it, when it happened, we looked it up, and it was, you're right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he didn't come in 2004. Th probably four, three, or when they were talking about this timeline. Right. Um, and since this is still going on, 
Let me uh, grab you something else here. Here you said that. Now that one might I might be a little too long for this segment here. What a vicious chair shot by Johnny Fairplay from behind. I couldn't believe you would do that to poor AJ Styles. I know. Um, Hogan uh, was on the Jimmy Kimmel show recently. Hmm. Um, and it, it's a, just an interesting note. He didn't say anything per se, but the, the knee was the reason that he gave TNA officials for backing out the second time for the scheduled pay-per-view, uh, this time planned for late February. Well, he made no references to any existing injuries or to anything in his future and came off as a retired legend who talked about his last run as his coming out of retirement deal. Um, and then on ESPN Radio, host Joe McDonald, who is a big fan, brought up TNA. Hogan acknowledged the angle with Jarrett and said he got hurt, and he tried to change the subject right away. Yeah, he ain't coming. <laughs> no. Uh, Mike Tanay is sitting with Johnny Fairplay, who has a neck brace on, and he's got a shirt on that says, Do you have any idea who I am? And the answer is no. He's like, I, I've shown all these wonderful fans how much I appreciate them. You got assaulted by AJ Styles. Well, he doesn't want to be rude. He was putting his cell phone away. Oh wait, he's got a he's got something in his other pocket. Oh, it's his other cell phone. Okay, he's got two cell phones. He just checked them. It was like, <laughs> all right. Both of which were flip phones. So does that make him like you know cool to have two cell phones? <laughs> oh my god, they put him in the same breath as Pete Rose. For what? His appearance? No, I think they just are talking about. For okay. like his his like Pete Rose's WrestleMania appearance. No, I think they're talking about the uh, how bad of a I don't know. Is it talking about Survivor? I think or something. Pete Rose is from baseball. I know that, but I think because he's like a. I don't think they're talking about his fucking wrestling thing, was he? I don't know. I missed the question, so I can't really answer your question. I think he was. Well, maybe he was then. Well, then he's like Pete Rose then. I don't know what to say. He's the equivalent. He's had such an impact, just like Pete Rose did. Don't mention that name ever again. Okay, let's hear the most important question of all. Wait, is that Lollipop? Bringing him a cup of water or something else, who knows? He's like, okay, that's good. Okay, that's nothing else you can... Why are you in TNA? I'm wondering the same shit, Bob. I bring ratings. Good thing that they need buys, not ratings. Right, they need buy rates. Oh, they're saying last week, biggest buy rate in the history. They're going to double this week, then they're going to triple and quadruple. Then he said he's going to take a week off, and then the next week it's going to be even higher. Hollywood's gift to TNA. Here's why he's here. Oh, no, an interview segment. God. Playing fair with Johnny. 
Dan Kells gave him permission. Oh God, it's sort of like a Piper's Pit. When he's leaving, he's like, oh, okay, he, that's it. So he doesn't like that you mentioned Piper. That probably has to play a part in their whole issue. Explosion! 10.34 p.m. last Wednesday. Mm. Why is it like 24 graphics there? I don't know. Balls Mahoney. You beat him. You beat him up. Week before? Ray is supposed to be my bar? He doesn't show up. You beat me up. He's just chugging beer. He's upset. This ain't the first time I've been in this situation. And it won't be the last. <laughs> there you go, Bob. Jeez. It turns out I've cut this promo. So what season did Pete Rose win Survivor? You know that Pete Rose is never on Survivor. Okay, yeah, I do know that. I'm just trying to make you mad. Oh, he's spinning. He's bringing a new partner this week, he said. Sandman, that is. I think it's going to be Chris Chetty. Is that April? I got a note about her. Yeah, it looks like April. But we're about to see Sandman's partner in a minute, so I'm going to wait to give you that one still. Oh, well, you know what? I'll give you some indie notes. Okay. We got De Niro and Punk coming out here with Father James Mitchell. Uh, all right, so Sandman, on January 24th, he lost to Raven in a tables, ladders, and chairs match for the 3PW heavyweight title at 3PW's Gothead show in Pennsylvania. Gothead okay. is actually a DVD I bought uh, for 3PW, so supporting them. Uh, CM Punk, he wrestled for PWG. Over oh. the weekend, he was involved in the Tango in Cash Invitational, which is a tag team tournament. He was partners with Chris Hero, and they defeated Christopher Daniels and the Messiah in the first round. They then defeated the Iron Saints, Sal Tomasali and Vito Tomasali. And then in the semifinals, they lost to B-Boy and Homicide, and that took place on January 24th and the 25th. Wow. Sandman, beer bash in the crowd. Balls moving. Going through the juggalos. Is uh, Sandman not balls moving? I don't know if I said balls moving. I hope he like gives a beer to like a 12-year-old like he did last year. An underage kid. Yeah. No, they're definitely the song is starting over again. Uh, who are you going to tell me the April news or what? Well, his entrance might be a minute, so I will, but I'm going to stop if his, his partner comes out here. Uh, wait, hold on. Is he going to the ring? You might have to wait, man. Oh, no, he's not. Okay. So, April Pennington, 21 at this time, uh, who is one of the cage dancers and also does a lot of indie managing around the state, is running for juvenile court clerk in Davidson County. The Nashville scene did a story on her, noting her as a cheerleader for the Tennessee Titans for three years, but it doesn't mention her wrestling endeavors. The elected post pays almost 90000 a year. Uh, when interviewed about her qualifications, Pennington said, quote, I have been cheering for the Titans for the last three years, going to school and working. I know how to be organized, end quote. 
The story said <laughs> that some are saying he's a political tool by the incumbent who is best friends with her father being used to siphon away votes from his biggest challenger, another woman. The election is on May 7th. Do we know if she won or not? No, we'll find out on May 7th. Bullshit. We're not going to find out. They're not going to report on that. I'm just picturing her running for like a thing and then someone turning up and be like, why are you dancing like a stripper in the cage at TNA at the fairgrounds? Well, I think I think TNA is so unknown, they probably don't even realize it. Right. Oh, Bob. Mikey Whiprack. Really? Where is he? It's fake. He's not actually here. You didn't show up. Okay, the music stopped and he's not there. You're like, God damn it, Mikey. Ah, shit. There he is. There he is. Wait a minute. Yeah, I was going to say, he was managed by... by look, Father James Mitchell. They just... He's like, yeah, I know you. He thinks he's on his side. Look it. Yeah, he's going to turn on Sandman. Well, Sandman's an idiot. You know, for some reason, Punk looks a lot better oh. this week to me. Oh, now he just eye poked an arrow. Oh. Well, I didn't oh, think I'd see a Mikey Whipwreck show up here in the asylum. No, I'm kind of surprised by, by that as well. Uh, well, Mikey Whipwreck, some Indian news. Are you ready for this or what? Yeah, man. Well, he's primarily been wrestling for uh, USA. He can't open the beer. Look at look at Sammy just pop oh. it open on his head. Oh my god. Uh, Mikey's been working for USA Pro in uh, NYWC, which NYWC I believe is actually Mikey's uh, promotion here. Uh, he's also worked for ICW and stuff like that. There's really not a lot of notable matches. Like he he beat Sabu back in July for MLW, which is kind of I guess. Well, Tilt the World Hudson's by Whipwreck on De Niro. He's also been a tag team champion in a bunch of different promotions as well during that time. Uh, but yeah. He trained the SATs in Amazing Red, they're noting. PWF, he's worked it for Jersey All Pro. So Mikey's been staying relatively busy. Oh, oh wow. drops De Niro chest first over the guard railing. Sandman going for the uh, Heineken-Hirana, and he hits it. Oh, what is Mikey doing? Mikey's going off the top rope. Oh, shit. Oh, he misses De Niro, and he hits the railing chest first. It looks like Mikey's wearing, like, brand-new gear. It's really getting special for his night out here. jump kick there by Daniel. Bob, were you at the uh, 2CW show that Whipwreck was at? Or is there two shows? Maybe there's two of them. Uh, yeah. When he oh, there's three of them. Team. Excuse me. Wow. He, he teamed up with Tajiri, didn't he? Yeah, but he also against, apparently had another one. Against A.R. Fox and uh, Rich Swan. Yep. That's the one I'm thinking of. What was the other one that he did? Now, the night before that match, he teamed with Tajiri again to fight uh, Dave and Jake Crist. And then in 2012, he uh, lost to Jason Axe. I don't remember that one. Yeah, I All definitely remember. 
I definitely remember the uh, the 2CW Goes Home show. That's what AR Fox and Rich Swan one was. Gathering, teaming up on Sandman now. Side slam, elbow drop off the top on Sandman. Wow. Okay. And they won. And they won. They were not wrong. They said that they would go through everyone. And Whipwreck did like two moves. Yeah, that was a quick payday. Is he still on the ground from the railing? I think he is. They're whipping Sandman with the cane. As Mitchell and Punk hold him down. Yep, Tanae just said Mikey Stout. Lights are out. Oh, wow. Look at this scary package. I'm watching you, devil. Here's here's my question, Dallas. Do you think that Raven was at home making these video packages and then sending them to the TNA office or what? Yes. Yeah. They're like, what was that? They're like, you go back how, first. Punk. How the hell did Raven learn to do PowerPoint? PowerPoint. Um, that was Mikey Whipwreck's first and final appearance in TNA Wrestling. That's fucked up. Scott Hudson with Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger. It's now official. You two will be handcuffed to Glenn Gilberti and David Young. So they are continuing that storyline by handcuffing them together ringside in the main event. Oh, Scott Hudson said, who signed Jeff Jarrett's oath? Swinger said, I didn't sign it. And then he looked at Di- uh, Simon Diamond and he said, I, d- I didn't sign it. So one of them signed the contract. Wait, Gilberti has said that one of them signed it. So Swinger's like, oh, I knew this was where this was going. Do you think Gilberti just made it up to make them like hate each other? Yes, I definitely do. Eric Watts, you don't have to worry about Glenn Gilberti and Debra Young because they're going to be handcuffed to us tonight. Don Callis in the ring. Brian Erlacher, I want you in the ring now. He's with the red shirts and fucking fair play. Fucking Johnny Fairplay. Here, okay, so this is definitely like get some mainstream shit. Bring out the football oh, guy with the survivor guy. Yep. Will it work? I don't, I don't think so. Here's a sign. I came to see Brian Erlacher. Well, then how about you go to a football game? Jeez. Oh, doing? Super Bowl week here, Bob. Who won the Super Bowl in 04? Uh, 2004 should have been, I believe, the New England Patriots would have defeated the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, are you watching this year with the Steelers and the Jaguars? They're, no, the, the Jaguars aren't even. Yeah, I know you're just trolling me. I got to make sure I got that right. I'm pretty sure the 2003. 2004 Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's legit. They showed Tanae the paperwork. Oh, was I wrong? Callis is running the show, he's saying, basically. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way? 
The Patriots defeated the Carolina Panthers. I was close. Brian says, what's the easy way? He says, just do what you do every Sunday. Put your tail between your legs and run off the field like a little girl. And go and hide. Oh, he said, what's the hard way? And look at Legend and Northcott are beating him up. Irish Whip, he doesn't know how to run the ropes because he's not a wrestler, and he comes back with a double clothesline. I hate, I hate when they do this shit. And now he wants to get fair play. He probably actually wants to beat the shit out of this guy. Press him through a table. <gasps> Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, press him, press him over the top uh, onto the red shirt. Oh. Okay, that was kind of fun. Fair play weighs probably ninety pounds, soaking wet. That was yeah, that was easy toss for him. I mean, the footballs he he throws are probably way more. He doesn't throw them. He's a defensive player. <sighs> The ones that he intercepts. There you go. Hey, Captain Jerry Lynn of the X team. Look at here's our first official look. I guess handcuffs. He's brought back to be the captain. So we take on Triple A, February 11th. The first ever America's X Cup. He said, no, they're the best that Mexico has to offer. But we got the vet, the best that TNA X Division has to offer. And we haven't seen Dutt in a while. So I'm. this is the first time we've seen Dutt in a little bit. A short period of time, yeah. A couple weeks. What the oh, fuck? Scottson, are those handcuffs for post-show activities? He's going to be in the lumberjack match, or the street fight, whatever it is. That's right. Oh. oh, he'll be handcuffed to Kid Cash. Oh. Remember, they kind of got a little thing going on. Yeah. Yeah. What a weird... <laughs> you know it, yeah. Let me catch me. Oh, what's this? Shark Boy, Chad Collier, Matt Stryker. With a Y and the unibrow. And Eric Young. So this looks like it's a, a preview here of the AAA guys against uh, Happy birthday, a bunch Shark of Boy. randoms. Uh, let's see if there's any news here. Chad Collier, who we have seen before <clears throat> here in TNA. Uh, the last time we saw him was back in November. Wait a minute. He lost, Kid, Cash, he lost Kid Cash a, is out here. He lost to Sanjay Dutt. In a uh, the Michael Shane Triple Chance Invitational Battle Royal, he took the microphone from JB and he stole it back. I'm not signing a damn thing. Because Eric Watts is winning tonight. If you know it's good for you, get the hell out of this red. Let me introduce guys. Get out of there. You just keep yelling at him. So, uh, oh, Shark Boy, basically the jobbers here, just confronting Kid Cash. Uh, Chad Collier recently had some tryouts with uh, WWE. He teamed up with, I don't know if this is a real name, he teamed up with Greg Gruthis. 
in a losing mm-hmm. effort to Rosie and uh, Hurricane back on December 1st. And then he also teamed up with Canyon, losing to Paul Lund and Spanky on Velocity back on December 2nd. Uh, while Kid Cash is now going after Tiny again. Come on, Tiny. Oh, Sarah Lee's got a broom, and she just whacked Cash over the head with it a bunch of times. Oh, now he's no tiny saving her. Jesus. You know, they found something that's entertaining, and now they're just going to just ride with it, it looks like. All right, Cash. So Cash didn't run away from the rustlers. He ran away from Sarah Lee with a broom. So that's important. <clears throat> uh, also for Chad Collier, he lost to Shark Boy on January 3rd for HWA in Ohio. He then also worked for MLW on January 9th and 10th, losing to Chris Hero and Loki. And then on the 18th, he successfully defended the CAPW heavyweight title against one of his partners on this night, Matt Stryker. And Bob, these guys' opponents tonight is going to be our first look at Team AAA. There's the juice. The juicy juice. Mr. Aguila, Hector Garza, Abismo. and Abismo Negro. Negro. This is our first look at Team AAA. Hector Garza looking, looking good. Uh, Eric Young, we haven't seen him since October 15th when he teamed up with Sanjay Dett to defeat El Fuego and Jarrell Clark. <clears throat> Since that time, he actually had a tryout as well where he defeated Bobby Roode on November 3rd uh, in a dark match. And that was in Ohio. And then on November 4th, he lost to Sean O'Hare in Buffalo, New York on Velocity. And on November 19th, he defeated Bobby Roode for Border City Wrestling in Canada. Uh, Matt Stryker, he won a pure wrestling match against Alex Shelley on January 10th for Ring of Honor's The Battle Lines Are Drawn. And uh, before that, he was involved in a War Games match, which they won. It was Team BPW defeating Team HWA. On December 26, 2003, he defeated B.J. Whitmer back on December 27th for Ring of Honor at Final Battle. Uh, And he traded victories with Cody Hawk on December 30th and January 3rd. Very nice. (sighs) Shark Boy. There's more, dude. There's so many guys in this fucking match, right? Jeez. Well, Sharkboy's starting us off with Hoofy. I'll just tell you that before you say his his notes there. He he was also involved in that War Games match, which, uh, along with Stryker, they won. And then on January 3rd, he defeated Chad Collier. Wow. There's a trend. These guys like to wrestle each other. I Do I even tell you about these AAA guys? Because, honestly, it's just them wrestling in AAA against people that, number one, I don't really know how to pronounce their names. Nor do I know. Oh, actually, Hoobie was also wrestling for Noah. You're not going to give us full backgrounds on all of these guys? Uh, I feel like you said that in a tone where you don't want me to. I mean, hey, if you want to do it, I'm all, I'm all for I really, it. I, I mean, I don't want to. 
to be honest with you. Well, why don't you give us at least Hoovy? We've seen Hoovy before. He's like an alum at this point. Well, how about I'll give you a Mr. Aguila. <laughs> okay. He, he was one of the guys. He teamed up with David Young back in November oh, wow. for AAA. Oh, so that was during the time when uh, Young and Shane went down. Yeah. So there, there's that. Um, he also wrestled a bunch of other guys. That, I mean, come on. I, I don't know their names. So He's the Black Abyss. Is that real? Is that what they just that's, said? That's what his name translates to. This is Abismo Negro. Oh, um, There's Team, uh, team NWA. TNA, NWA, whatever they're called. Hoovy, uh, it looks like in all, or excuse me, in Noah, he's teaming up with a bunch of different guys. Um, he lost to Kenta on January 17th for Noah. Uh, he's teamed up with Scorpio. For Noah on January 19th, they defeated Masahashi, whatever, and uh, Tahaki Morishima. This is embarrassing. I don't know. I, I love hearing you pronounce the Japanese names. I just, there's no way. I'm not smart enough to do this. Um, he also teamed up with Richard Slinger. Oh. In a losing effort against Kenta and Mayor Fuji. Wow. Thank God I can exile that one. Hector Garza, who's in the ring right now, beating up Matt Stryker with a Y. With a, with a y. Uh, he's been wrestling for uh, AAA here for quite a bit. He recently, well, not recently, I guess back in October, he lost a hair versus hair match. That might explain the bandana. Oh. He lost that- to uh, Latin Lover. I feel like he definitely has hair, though. Well, he probably grew back. Oh, yeah, see, it's, oh, it's oh, really short, though. It is very short. So that would explain that. Um, that's really, I guess, the only thing of note. I mean, he's also... He lost against Latin Lover in a hair versus hair match and then was his tag team partner in a, like a month and a half later. So that's weird. Uh, Abismo uh, Negro... Let's see here. He is also wrestling for AAA and is mostly doing tag team matches and six mans with a bunch of guys that, once again, I simply do not know. Uh, So that's all he's going to get from me. Okay. And unfortunately, I believe that is all the indie notes for this week's episode. Well, fantastic. Did you know that Garza Jr. Uh, also wrestled at Impact Wrestling? Garza Jr., I did know that. Now he's in WWE, not doing anything, but, you know. He's in Can't... WWE now? Yeah, he's Angel Garza. Or now he might just be called Angel, actually. That's the same dude? Yes, it is. <laughs> he was the one giving out roses and shit like that for a while. I, Yeah. And he'd take his pants off and stuff. Wasn't there? Wasn't he the guy that was doing like a love angle with uh, Demi? Or no? You might, you might be right about that. I haven't watched it so long. I I could be way off because I haven't watched it in a while, a long time. Um, 
for you, you guys following along and you're like, why? They're not calling the action for this one. They're doing a lot of quick tags, a lot of quick moves, and Bob finished up the Indian news 15 minutes later. And you guys didn't really miss a whole lot. It's been a fine match, but it's really to showcase these uh, AAA athletes before we get to the America's X Cup. You know I've decided I'm, uh, I'm, I'm retiring the Indian notes. No, it was fine. No, no, but, you're, you're just not appreciative. Yes, I am. I was actually really yeah. glad that you did all the Mexican guys. That's bullshit. Yeah, my, the, what I said was, uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Well, you did a great job. Yeah, okay. Um, but I have a couple notes relating to these guys and this whole NWA versus AAA feud as well. Um, AAA actually taped some television at the last two shows that they did this past week in Japan. And they're going to be taping... The, uh, and will also be taping for its own consumption uh, its wrestlers' matches on the next two weeks of TNA because they're doing some dark matches uh, airing on February 11th. That's the show we're watching. Um, now, because AAA's main program is AAA versus, I'm going to say Triple L, it's three L's, uh, and the wrestlers being sent to TNA, Juvi, Abismo Negro, Hector Garza, and Mr. Aguela represent both sides right now. They'll be shooting angles in Nashville that probably won't air in on TNA, both explaining why they are teaming and perhaps backstage, backstage post-tournament breakups so it makes sense in Mexico when they keep the status quo. So technically in Mexico, this team, they're, they're not a team. Like they, they're like feuding. Well, maybe they're just like, maybe the, the angle will be that they're aligned for the better good. Well, that's what I think it is, and I think that's, so, like, I think that's fine. Better. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, also, semi-related, it's it's more not about AAA, though, but uh, kind of bouncing off this, these partnerships with AAA and IWA. So the idea seems to be to do some sort of TNA versus IWA series for a tape show in March. It is believed that the IWA team will include Ray Gonzalez and Ricky Banderas. Uh, perhaps they'll unmask El Leon by then and or use him on the team. Uh, so it's mm. kind of interesting. Uh, and also TNA Explosion just started on television in Puerto Rico going head-to-head with the WWC. Well, I'm sure that uh, Explosion's not really a ratings uh, killer. Right. right, 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 right. Uh, there's, there's also said that that partnership between those two um, is a two-way deal because IWA's next big show on January 31st in Carolina will be taped for a later date for a pay-per-view in Puerto Rico with some sort of IWA versus TNA feud as well. So, Mr. Aguela with a huge planche, a corkscrew flip thing. I say Rios, Shark Boy going up. Oh, hell yeah. He just does a simple crossbody. You know, that's kind of embarrassing for uh, Aguilar to do a corkscrew, and then Sharkboy's like, I'm just going to do a crossbody. Garza does a moonsault. He didn't really fully rotate on that, Mm-mm. but it's okay. We'll pretend he did. We are uh, we got 46 minutes and 15 seconds left in the show. It's pretty much the equa- okay. uh, so- e- equivalent to a Raw episode at this point. So if you're you're following along the real way, we're an hour six minutes and fifty three seconds into yeah, the show. Okay. Well, Movie driver. That's way. Shooting star press. Oh, that does it. Pinning Eric Young right in the middle of the ring. Safe to say the crowd really didn't care. 
largely because of the opponents being guys that they don't really, really they don't really matter in TNA. Well, the only heat that this match got was when the babyface side was getting the crowd to chant USA, and the crowd chanted that very loud, and that was yeah. pretty much as far as that went. But here comes the NWA or the TNA team, whatever you want to call them. They have the NWA flag. We'll call it Team NWA. Is they're walking toward the ring to confront the Team AAA that they're going to be facing off against on February 11th. Get the get the jabronis out. Get the jabronis out. Well, they were like saying bye to him as they walked by. There's a future Impact Heavyweight Champion. I agree. I actually don't dislike the team that they just two of them. Look at this, Bob. We're facing off. Are we going to see some action right now? No, I think they're going to shake hands and be like, let the best team win. Sanjay and Garza. That's exactly what I've been waiting for. Garza looks too much like a heavyweight to belong in this group right here. I, feel uh, like. I kind of agree with that. He's definitely significantly bigger. Well, some people shook hands. I thought they all did. No, okay, they all did. I thought a couple of them didn't, but you were probably right. Oh, Trinity's going to be handcuffed to Sonny Siaki. Do you even know Sonny Siaki? Oh my God, Scott Hudson's known him for 10 years. Since 94? That's what he just said. Yeah, about 10 years. No way. No, maybe five. Because I know Siaki was in WCW towards the end. Was he ever on Nitro or Thunder or anything? I don't remember seeing him. Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday night, okay. Any Russell as Sonny Siaki still? Yes. Okay. Oh, you want to sign with Jeff Jarrett? Here comes Sonny Siaki, by the way. He has a handcuff on already. Oh, here we go. Oh, wait. Kid Cash attacks him. Oh, Kid Cash attacks. Saving his woman that he wants to abuse. The abusive ex-boyfriend saves yeah. her from the new abusive. Oh, wait. He, they're handcuffing him to oh, the locker room. Oh, really doing, like, weak punches to the ribs there. Where This is a new area, Bob. I've never seen this locker room area. I've never seen it either. Oh, she walked away from Kick Cash, though. He keeps on saying, call me. And that just gets me every time. Call me. So you're going to be down for a while. Oh, three, three life crew. Beware the remix. I can take my piss break. Uh, oh. I'll be right back. Okay. I don't need uh, listen. My ear, my earplugs not in, so I don't know where you're going to okay. listen. But I don't need to see a three life. <laughs> ah, you're telling me go. I don't need to see a music video. Crap. Get out of here. It's not a, it's not a music video. It's a live performance recap. I can't even tell you any new notes because I want Bob to react to some of these. But so. Not a bad show so far. Oh, wait, here's Ron Killings talking. You drop it like it's his out. This is uh, courtesy of Explosion. We do the damn thing. We ain't new to this. We're true to this. Conan takes the belt right off of BG's shoulder. He took it back. That's right. We're the three life crew. This Wednesday. Red shirts, we didn't take you seriously, but we're stepping up to the plate. Oh, and then here's Kid Cash talking to the red shirts.
He's trying to get a hold of Jeff Jarrett, but they said no one's going in there. Oh, Cash says he knows something they don't. You know, your little match next week with 3 Life Crew for the World Tag Team titles. That's right. Tag Team title match. Oh. If you don't win the titles, you're out the door. Back to the tavern. You better get your hands off of me. Bob, you just missed it. Cash says that if they don't win the tag titles, their asses are out the door. They're going to get fired. That's what Cash is saying. How true is it? We don't know. Um, Also, we saw three live crew from Explosion talking as well. Uh, And Bob, by the way, it's Mm -hmm. official. Your TNA is officially... After it being talked about from the beginning, we are opening up a wrestling school with Terry Taylor and Scott Demore as head instructors. Terry Taylor. Do you believe that? I wonder if anybody actually went to the wrestling school. I'm sure they did. Chris Vaughn, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, third title defense for 3 Life Crew. Red Shirts gained number one contender spot. And what's our next point here? Red Shirts power game versus the experience of the crew. Which uh, which two of the three life crew are going to be? Uh... It's always BG and Ron Kellings. Unless it's six man, it's always those two. Well, I only ask because Ron Kellings really hasn't been wrestling that long. He doesn't look like he's in wrestling. Oh, is he in wrestling gear? Oh, maybe he is. More than Conan is. Yeah. His hair is done differently. It just kind of threw me off a little bit at first. I didn't expect it. Um, also, during the segment from Explosion, Conan rips the belt off of BG's shoulder to hold it up on the camera. And it was wicked funny because BG just looks at him like, what did you just do? <sighs> I'd like to see Bob dance like Killings is doing. There's right absolutely no reaction to these guys. Dude, the crowd is dead. This is one of the first no times, reality. though. Wow. Yo, where are my dogs at? Oh, they're barking, though. Ooh, 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 ooh. Maybe they're only over when a crowd is being told, hey, cheer for these guys. Let's do the damn thing, Bob. Bet on red. red. They are the red shirts. Let's see. Are we going to see new tag team champions tonight? They barely held them up. BG and Legend are already kind of starting to go at it here. Yeah. Getting each other's faces. Look, Andrew Thomas really wants to hold the belts up. Guys, hold on just a second. Let me hold these up. Guys, you're telling me I got to do this. Let me do it. Oh, something just got censored. Yeah. It was like, boop. Let's see. Thomas saying the F word or something. Yeah, get the fuck in your corner. (laughs) 
Well, let's see what happens here. BG James is in, one of our favorites of all time. Just kidding. Uh, there's only one match after this one, though, Bob. I hope he returns to uh, Impact Wrestling in 2022, now that he got fired. Okay. That makes one of us. Uh, Northcutt and BG starting us off here. Do I have anything else to talk about during this match? I don't think I do. I have two more notes. Well, what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm scrolling up to it. Actually, this one's pretty interesting. So I'll tell you this one during the opening parts of this match here, at least. Uh, both Dusty and Dustin Rhodes did radio interviews last week. Uh, and D- Dusty says, uh, he's talking about the young guys came up to him in TNA and asked how to tell a story in their matches. And he said that uh, they had so little understanding that what they were doing meant absolutely nothing that couldn't e- that he couldn't even answer. He said guys needed to take the time and let the audience react to what was happening or to each bump. He said by the time the audience was about to get into a bump, there was already onto another bump taking place, thus rendering the first one pointless. Um, and also Dustin says that uh, TNA had been talking about bringing him in to tag with his dad, apparently. Uh, he said if TNA brought him in, he had a new character idea up his sleeve that he wanted to try. Well, I, I tend to um, agree with Dusty. I mean, a lot of wrestling even today, it's just like move, 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 but you don't let it breathe. I like it sometimes. You like that it's just boom, 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 boom? Sometimes. See, I don't know. It keeps me watching real good. And, like, sometimes it's like, oh! Like, it's like, you just take it. It's like, oh, my God. You, it, I almost like that I can't react to it because it's just so overwhelming. I love it. Um, and I think another thing that maybe... I think it depends, though. Yeah. I think you do that for like big shows like WrestleMania, like you know, Wrestle Kingdom or whatever. Axe kick by Ron Killings on the Scissors legend. Scissors kick, that's pretty good. Um, no, but like another thing that maybe Dusty's kind of alluding to is like when they do, let's say for instance, like a top rope tombstone pile driver, and like the guy will kick out at two, and then thirty seconds later, inside cradle one two three. It's like, do, yeah, what are we, what are we doing? that you're doing these ridiculous moves and kicking out, but then you'll lose to a schoolboy. No, I, I hear you there. That stuff drives me nuts. Right. And you see it on the independents almost every show. Legend with a running kick as uh, Ron Killings has sat down in the corner. Yeah, he just crossed him on the top rope and then uh, did a running Yakuza right. kick. Um, also... I lied. I guess I have technically three. I wasn't going to say this one, but I'll throw it in here. Why not? There's nothing going on really right now. Uh, One of the TNA dancing girls was giving an offer to go to OVW and his left TNA. Uh, Dave says that he believes her name was Kelly. I don't know which one that is, but. She left? Apparently one of our dancers has left. To go to OVW? Yep. Is it Kelly Kelly? No. We would have noticed. We would have known that. Damn it. Uh, That's bizarre. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette is stealing TNA cage dancers for OVW. Why not? That's really killings. Oh, Northcott caught him. Sit out. Power bomb. Nice. 
There's not a power slam down. It's a power bomb. Leave him alone. Okay, do you want my last note now, or do you want me to save it? I say just say it now. That way uh, we can enjoy probably an ICP appearance in uh, the main event. Okay, sounds good. This one's pretty good, I thought. This is an interesting note. There's been a lot of talk among wrestlers now regarding pay. The locker room was pretty happy with guys mostly making 250 to 500 per shot, but then they see how the company spent so much money on fair play, negotiating with Nash, and then nobody has been able to get even a 50 or or $100 raise. And the regulars who aren't making much to begin with are now being cut back 25% in income with the elimination of a live show every month. You know, that's how you just kill morale. Right. Look at that. What is Legend doing? Going for a moonsault, but he moved. Wow, killing his move. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer, man. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, you're making 250 Well, great. We're going to cut you. And then we're going to be like, hey, by the way, we signed uh, Johnny Fairplay to a one-year contract. Probably, I would imagine worth five, I mean, obviously five figures. There's no way he got six figures for that. No, but I'd, I'd believe five for sure. Yeah. But meanwhile, a pro wrestler guy that's doing bumps can't get $300 a shot. And I'll tell you what, right now, dude, fair play is not good. That's uh, probably an understatement. I don't know. Hey, listen, if you're if you're listening to the show and you're like, hey, I actually kind of like Johnny Fairplay. Let us know. And I'd like to know why. And then that's honest, though. I'm not not trying to shit on anyone. I want to know like, And maybe we haven't seen. What's the appeal? What's the appeal? What why what makes you like Johnny Fairplay? Maybe we aren't there yet. Ron Killings with a top rope crossbody on the legend on the floor. Well, at least BG James in the ring. Oh, here's Kid Cash and uh, no, nope, that is not. That oh, is that's Michael, Michael Shane. Shane Trinity. Or sorry, oh my God, Michael Tracy. Shane and Tracy. See, now I'm getting the Kid Cash yeah. mixed up too. Conan is grabbing Tracy. Is this gonna be? Is this gonna lead to a Shane Douglas and Michael Shane three? Oh, well, here's Shane Douglas with his chain. I like how he always has to like blatantly show everybody, hey, I got this on my fist. I like how he shows it and whips it around his fist. Yeah. Pin him. Pin him, Northcutt. You, you, you bum. Just fucking pin him. No Roll way. One. Two. Oh, <laughs> what? And we have new tag team champions in the red shirt secure. So there goes my idea of a Shane Douglas, Michael Shane versus three life crew. Tag team title. Dude, what? Yeah, well. So uh, next week, AMW will probably regain the tag titles. That's what I'm learning here. Look. They're not going to be champions for long. Are you kidding me? The, look at the crowd, dude. They don't know Big Whoop. Well, they're saying, wait, does that mean the red shirts, or not the red shirts, that Shane Douglas and Michael Shane have joined Jarrett? Oh, wait, yeah. Sandman has an emergency telephone call. Look at the welt from the cane earlier on him. He's on the phone. Can I count on you next week? He said, are you talking to Raven? He said, are you an idiot? Balls Mahoney couldn't do it. Mikey Whipwreck couldn't do it. He's going straight to the damn top. 
the King of Extreme, Texas, Amarillo, Double Cross Ranch. He's bringing Terry Funk next week. Oh boy! Wow. And at this point, and at this point, Terry Funk has only retired fifty-three times. <laughs> so this is going to be his fifty-third return. Well, I gotta say, Bob, smart on them to announce Terry Funk the week before, though. Yeah. Look at this. Yep, Tanae's in the ring. Terry Funk, the TNA Asylum next week. Oh, this team has made a home for themselves here in the TNA Asylum. Oh, he's going to talk to ICP. Oh. The most hated, controversial musical act in all of the business. Violent J. Shaggy, too dope. Crowd's about to go fucking nuts. They're waking up. Look at them. All those people are here just for ICP. So basically just eliminate anybody that's like going nuts. And that's probably your real crowd here. Oh, all right. Come on. I hope this isn't going to be like a Sandman entrance where it takes eight years to get in there. Uh, yeah, we're getting quite the intro video package here. It's going to give me a seizure, and I don't, I'm not epileptic, but. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they're coming out to their music, too. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming that's what this is. What if uh, Violent J is really just Johnny Fairplay under a face paint? <laughs> And then Shaggy Two Dope is actually amazing red. I mean, I like the idea. Have you ever seen them at the same place at the same time? I have not yet. Maybe we will in a minute. And then the other guy there looks like Ray Mysterio Jr. when he was unmasked <laughs> and fucking filthy animals. With the little earrings and everything. Yeah. Was it um which one got thrown off the bus, or did he get slammed on the bus and fell off of it? Shaggy Tuto fell. So Mike, Mike Awesome powerbombed on top of the ambulance, or the bus. And then, and then he slid off of it, right? He slid off, and Awesome tried to <laughs> save him by his leg, but he fell. Yeah, that was Shaggy Tuto. <laughs> Mike Tanay in the ring with ICP is such a weird fucking sight. It is really weird. He's like, yeah, two, you hear the juggalos? Two different ends of the spectrum here. But Mike Tanay probably listens to like classical music and then here's ICP. Yeah. If you're trying to be that hip, cool promotion, I feel like Mike Tanay really kind of sets you back a little bit here. <laughs> Listen, I love Mike Tanay, but I agree I with do. that in this case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mike Tanay, you're the bomb, brother. And he's like, yes, thank you. Yes. Thanks, man. I'm a juggalo. Look at him. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. On my block, it's all about Mike Tanay. <laughs> Look at Tanay. He's like, yeah, thanks, man. He's like bashful about it. They're all whoop whooping. Chanting for themselves. Juggalos. <laughs> 
He says, don't ask about what you don't understand, brother. <laughs> so you're out of what business? Our personal business about the juggalos. Oh. He's going to grow to love and understand. Now, if they get Mike Tanay out here in, in ICP face paint. <laughs> That'd be great. Their response to the TNA. They've been watching the pay-per-views. They just had to come here to the TNA Asylum to check it out for themselves. Every week, they come home from the studio and they watch TNA. Oh, it's dope because they got a lot of bomb-ass wrestlers. <laughs> then his eagle-eye vision, he happens to notice there's juggalos spectating from the audience. Yes, they're here every single week. I, I don't think they've been there every week. There was one week, I remember, a long time ago where there was a couple, and that was it. Do you think they uh, were paying for it, or were they stealing it? Um, I think the guy in the corner bought it, and they went to his house. Wow, you're giving Corporal Robinson a lot of credit, credit on that one. What does he do? He's a deathmatch wrestler. Really? I'm pretty sure that's Corporal Robinson. I could be wrong. It's either that or like Too Tough Tony. But I don't think it's Too Tough Tony. It doesn't look like Too Tough. I don't know why I'm talking about IWA Mid-South Wrestlers as, as if I really truly know who they are. Hmm. Oh. Jeff oh. Jarrett. Violent J is going to angle for an NWA World Title match right now. Oh, he thought the whole Slap Nuts thing was cool. He was. But when that didn't work out for him, he was still a fan. Look at look at he's flapping his lips. The way he's moving. <laughs> okay, dude, you're supposed to do this, not like you're rich. Uh oh. Glenn, that's Glenn Gilberti's music. Of course. Jesus. Look at the shirts they're wearing. He's wearing David Young's wearing a pirate shirt. Unbelievable. If they, I thought they couldn't look more like fools, and then here they are now. Disco sucks. Hey, that's not his name anymore. His name's Glenn. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Don Kells and Eric Watts got a big match. I see if you're going to be handcuffed to Gilberti and uh, Young tonight. No, they said that Swinger and Diamond are. No, they're going to change. I wouldn't be surprised, actually. Kick sense. Oh, we're big fans of the Jeffaloos. You two and Bozo are at the top of my favorite clown list. <laughs> oh, man. Look at today. Oh, they can make things right for what they did to Jeff Jarrett last week. All you have to do is apologize. 
<laughs> Remember when Glenn Gilberti like tried to kill Jeff Jarrett too, and now he's part of the family again. Oh, sorry, I, I was listening because I think they just said that that is that Tony. Did they say Tony there? Maybe it must. It must be too tough, Tony. Then. Okay, too tough, Tony. Okay, well, sorry. I do, when, know, so- I, I do know Corporal Robinson does associate with them, so I must have picked the wrong guy. No, it's just funny to me because like. <clears throat> Just a few months ago, Gilberti was part of a group trying to like kill Jeff Jarrett. That's a good point. And now it's like, hey, hey, the times are changing, man. You got a new champion. Yeah, join the Jeff Jarrett family. He knows how to jump off a sinking ship, I guess. Right. What the fuck? Tell him, Glenward. You guys are really funny. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Should we apologize, Shaggy? Do it. Oh, he said Jeff Jarrett come down here, apologize to us, and Glenn slammed. Well, he was Shaggy. saying he was saying apologize to these nuts. Oh, I thought he was going to say to us. Okay, so he said these nuts. Yeah, these, these he got nuts. slapped. Too tough, Tony. Apparently, just so he took one hit and fell to the floor, and he's like knocked out. Okay. And ICP uh, whipped Gilberti and Young into each other, and they oh, went you know to the floor. He might have got he might have got hit in the nuts. So then that would make sense. Oh, okay. There's been times where I've gotten hit in the nuts, and I don't. He did. Look at him. Like Look at three him. weeks. Right. Yeah, you still feel it. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely well, got hit in the nuts, dude. He's struggling right now. Uh, my, so he has no problem getting like a staple gun to the forehead. But if you freaking hit him in the nuts, he's done. Um, any indie news about Too Tough Tony? <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? Why not? That's a, good que- that's a really good question. Let's see. I'm assuming there wasn't anything about red shirts or Three Life Crew at all. Correct. Let's see. Too Tough Tony. He's from Louisville, Kentucky. On Cage Match, he has a 3.96 rating <laughs> okay. out of 10. He's currently 43 years old. Uh, all right, let's see. He, he's still wrestling, too. Well, two weeks from tonight, Bob. America's X Cup. Boy. Team NWA. It's Team AAA. Uh, okay, so he... Too Tough Tony primarily at this point is wrestling for Big Japan Wrestling. Hmm. And I couldn't tell you uh, half these people, okay. most of these people. Well, well, today just told us the exact same thing I mentioned earlier about the singles matches, tag team matches, and then an eight-man elimination match. More details to come. So next week we'll probably hear more about the point system and such about the America's X Cup. Wait a second. Violent J has a microphone. Hold on a minute. Let's not play games or speculate. Let's make it official. Oh. We're going to have to put the boots back on. Kick somebody's ass. Next week. Wow. 
Oh. Oh, waste their boots up. David Young, Glenn Gilberti versus ICP next week. Wow. Uh, here's go. another interesting thing about Two Tough Tony. He hasn't wrestled in America since August 1st. Wow. So he's doing pretty well for himself over in Japan. He's, it looks like he's consistently over there. So that's oh, That's right. Terry Funk next week. Sandman and Terry Funk versus, I'm assuming, The Gathering again. Yes. That's not all. El Leon, the lion, is facing Abyss oh. next week as well. That's big. Why does that guy behind them look like an aging Justin Roberts? What about Justin Roberts? That guy over today's right shoulder looked like an aging Justin Roberts. Oh, I didn't notice. I was, I was waiting for because he was talking about recording artist Randy Savage singing the same song. Oh. Okay. Uh, his, his football friend's gone. Goldilocks is gone. Eric Watts is alone, man. Scott Hudson's talking to him backstage right now. He's got a really great... Skullcap, TNA Wrestling Skullcap. If you have that, send me a DM at Cross the Line TNA. On Eric Watts looks like after the show, he's about to have a really gnarly game of uh, Hacky Zack. <laughs> yeah, he does. He really does. <laughs> We're at an hour, 37 minutes, five seconds if you're following along. Or 15 minutes and 48 seconds remaining. It's simple. You suck, and I'm tired of you. Who are you and where have you been, brother? Wrestling is my life. Oh, starting tonight, he's going to reincarnate himself. Bring out the techno team outfit. Come on. A power move next week. Triple J. That's Jeff, the jackass Jarrett. He's putting the title up next week. Even if you wanted to know who, you don't deserve to know who. And these are my people. There's El Leon and America's Most Wanted. James Storm hand is taped up pretty good. Not a cast, it didn't look like, but. Hmm. Well, Bob, sounds like we got a heavyweight title match next week against a mystery opponent. Yeah, he doesn't know. Jeff Jarrett will not know who he is defending against. That means we're going to get at least three segments of him being like, you better tell me who I am fighting, damn it. Well, you know, next week, the first segment's going to be like, Thomas, Thomas, who the hell's is Mr. Man? You got to tell me. And then Thomas and then, be like, I don't know, Jeff. And then he'll be in the ring. Twisted. You're the, the reason. Album Mirror Records. I don't hate this song. Hey, you're breaking up with me. You're breaking up with me? Are they, they going to show in this pack? This is the only package that they have left to show her saying how much to Don Callis before he's, she potentially screws think, Watts. I don't think they'll, they'll mention it. Well, if not, then that was a good catch on our part. If something happens, that is. And you, if you lose, you're done. 
four-time, four-time Chicago Bear. Uh, I'll be the DOA forever. Any other guesses, Bob? What do you think? What do you think is going to happen in this match, man? Is it done for one of them? Well, yeah, it is, of course. But which one? Uh, I think Don Callis is going to win. Really? I do. I do str- strictly because of something with Goldilocks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Coming up next. Don Callis. Very odd picture. You know, it is kind of funny that their, like, graphics of these guys are so clearly, like, pasted in there. Like, WWE, it would look so crisp and, like, not blatantly. Job versus job. Are you ready? In there. No, I know what you mean, though. Vote for me so I can get that $90,000 uh, job in... Oh, look at this guy. Don Callis with a robe. Trying to look like Paul Orndorff, it looks like. This is funny. I'm not a wrestler, but by God, I got a robe. Okay, I don't know, look at that. His theme song is like a toned-down version of Jeff Jarrett's. Like, it's missing, like, it the is. main thing. It's very It's missing, weird. like, the... Right. Nice. It's very interesting. Oh, here comes Eric Wab. Isn't this... Didn't Brian Lawler use this song? Oh, man. You might be right. I knew it sounded familiar. Yeah, it definitely does. It definitely sounds familiar. I just wish Eric Watts would wrestle in something besides jeans and a long sleeve, like... I, that's the kind of shirt you wear underneath, like, your winter clothes if you have to go outside. Right. He's also wearing a beanie. When Eric when... Watts says it's over, it's over. Okay. Then the back of the sign says the end. 92, 92. Rookie of the Year. PWI. Wow. Oh, yeah, we're handcuffing everyone together. Harris and Northcutt, Legend and Storm are handcuffed together. You're telling me they handcuffed them backstage and they're going to walk to the ring without punching each other? Look at this. Lynn, or sorry, yeah, there's Simon Diamond and David Young. Lynn and Kid Cash, who's dragging to the uh, ring? Yeah, Lynn has to drag him over. Gilberti and Swinger look like they're an angry couple. Yeah. What the fuck? Jared just... Jared. What's Jeff Jared doing? Oh, he's handcuffing himself to Mike Tanay. No, he's handcuffed him to the guard railing. Oh, I thought he was doing himself to Mike Tanay. What the hell, Jeff? What are you doing? What the hell is this? Today can't go. Oh, over. and then El Leon and Jared are together. Wait, so then Jared's handcuffed to the. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jared's to El Leon. That's right. After. Don Kellis is going right after Eric Watts. 
Look at Don Callis's pants that say DC. Somebody did that like backstage real quick for him. We have no commentary at this moment because like today's headset was off. Yeah, and Don doesn't know what to say. Callis yeah. punching. Eric Watts no sell on it. Don Callis is wearing like a Jeff Hardy sheer shirt right now, which is really yeah, funny. Is. Backdrop out of the corner by Eric Watts. He's going to pummel him with the right hands. How long before all these Lumberjack guys start beating each other up? Less than five minutes. Yeah. Today, looking at the handcuff, like, fuck. I was really going to, I was really going to get involved in this match. Carol's got thrown over. AMW keeping the red shirts apart. Jerry Lynn's still dragging Kid Cash. <laughs> Yanks him off the ring steps. You can, like, separate somebody's shoulder by yanking on them like that. Into the railing goes Callus. Oh. Watts just punched uh, Kid Cash. Threw this on the floor. Not really doing much of anything. Come on, fight each other, red shirts. Fight AMW. Get going. Oh. That was a weird thud noise for Watts being sent to the ring steps. Yeah, it was. Callous. Right hands. He's going nuts. Are we going to get back in the ring? No. If they are they are mentioning his wrestling past, training in Winnipeg, same trainer as Roddy Piper. He's five time Canadian champion. Wow, don't make don't make Eric Watts look too bad, guys. Come on. No. You're making it sound like uh, Don Callis is the favorite of this match. Right. Don Callis got thrown into the audience. He's trying to grab a chair to fold up. Eric Watts is going to run at him. And he just fucking threw a chair at his face. Of course he did. He can't get the chair folded, so he's just hitting him with it. Oh my god, Bob, he's going to get 10 points. He's headed toward the cotton candy machine, and if he makes a full rotation in it, he will win the Dup Cup. Could Could you, man? If Ed Ferrara was still on commentary, he definitely would have said that. (laughs) <laughs> he was like, Mike, Mike, if if you he, imagine if he punches Sarah Lee, does he win? Is it is how you win the match? I like that that guy's sign is like laminated. Uh, I know, yeah, I noticed that when Watts like pointed him out. Watts with a chair to Callus. Not much to call here, guys, but we are fighting through the crowd or walking. Through the back now, pushing people out of the way. It looks like we're we're walking up these bleachers. Mm. No, not, not yet, not yet. Not yet. We're on like the hard cam, which is on like the big arm. Like you can't see, you can't see anything. Here we go. Oh, just kidding. Watts throws Kells over the guardrail, right where Mike Tenay is locked up. Jared's on the announcer's table. 
That stagehand oh, almost got the, hit again. The, get the director out of there. Oh, Watts with a chair shot to Cal's back. Is he's, fi- he's, he's fighting on Mike Tanay. And Don West pushed him off. Cal's going backstage. Looks like he's had enough. This job isn't worth it. Yeah, he's like, fuck it. I'm out. Okay. So now Watts is chasing him. <laughs> Callus is back out. Um, I'd like to point out the crowd is not as into this as I was thinking they were going to be. No, I mean there was some heat to the angle, but clearly not to an actual match. Right. Oh. Back by the drop to Callus. They're on the stage. Apparently, this is false count anywhere. I did not know that. Did you? Uh, no. I didn't even really know this was no DQ. That's another good point. I just knew that, it was I guess whoever loses, winner, loses their right? power. Yeah, must it must be, be a winner, yeah. Yes, the fans are rocking the asylum, but not really. Jarrett has the leg of Watts. Elion cannot seem to pull Jarrett away. There we go. Yeah, what are we doing? This muscle head guy can't even get him up. Swinger looking like he wants to hit Gilberti, but he's not. Right, yeah, he really did look like he wanted to hit him. Cal's coming off the ropes. Knee drop. What is he doing? Oh, my God, a strut. That's right, he's Jeff Jarrett. One, two. Oh, he powers out at two. No way. Well, they're all hitting the the apron. Go, go, go. That's on. right. We're all getting Eric Watts hype again. People Come are on. leaving. W. Look. Big boot to Callis. Oh, they're saying that he just barely made that, though. If he caught him flush, could have been it, though. Kid Cash keeps trying to get up there to hit up, hit Watts, and Jerry Lynn keeps pulling him yeah. down, which is so funny. Oh, is he going to hit the choke slam? Oh, he hit the referee, Don Calisted, on purpose. And, of course, Rudy is Charles that? is now going to be unconscious. I saw Trinity. Really shitty choke slam. That was horrible. Oh, Trinity hits a moonsault on the back of Watts. Now this is when shit's going to hit the fan, I think. Yeah. Oh, Don Cal's got the one for cover. Is it two count? Oh, shit, it's the Naturals. Is it? Oh, They have a key. They have a key. Of course they have the key to the fucking handcuffs. Why wouldn't they? Trinity just brought the NWA title in for Callis. Why'd you have to knock out the ref? You're using chairs and shit. Oh, Watts boots the belt into Callis' face oh, he after just, he elbows he Trinity. Back, yeah, I was going to say, he just back elbowed Trinity. Uh, wait, there's Goldilocks. There's Goldilocks. Cheering on Eric. Trinity's up. Oh, big powerbomb to Trinity. 
And then she kicks Trinity. Callus has the title. Ducks that. Goes for the choke slam. Oh, this is pretty obvious. Ah, Goldilocks low blows Eric Watts. Title to the face. Eric Watts turns. Oh my down. god! What inside out fucking sell that was? Was he Rikishi? Okay, Don Callis. Why was he hiding the belt? This was clearly a no disqualification match. I don't know, but I like Goldilocks' outfit. Yeah, I do too. Well, Don Callis remains in power, guys. If I was Goldilocks, I would have done it too. You know why? Because you took me out of being an interviewer, and now I'm pissed. Yeah. Oh, they're saying she's a gold digger. That's a reference to the angle. Tanae's pissed. Look at Tanae's face. That's right. There's Jarrett and gang holding up Callus. Everyone else is handcuffed. Yeah, no, they don't. Everyone else has got switched handcuffed to the guardrails like America's Most Wanted and stuff. Yeah. So Eric Watts is officially no longer our director of authority, and there is our copyright. All right, Dallas. What did you think of that one? Um, I don't, it was not a thumbs up show. Really? I don't know, man. I don't know if it was. The tag team title match was kind of boring. Um, the eight man tag we had, I think it, it did its job, but that doesn't mean it was, I mean, it was fine. Whipwreck didn't do shit. That was exciting for two seconds. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, Abyss and D'Lo wasn't bad. That wasn't a bad opening match. And I think right. the X Division title match was a lot of fun. But, I mean, two out of six? Right. I, was, I don't think it was awful. Like, I wasn't, I wasn't like, dreading this. Or I, I think that, I hate to say this, but the ICP stuff is, like, kind of interesting, probably just because I, I don't really see them a lot. So I'm like, okay, ICP is going to come wrestle, like, sure, that's something fun, I guess. It's far more interesting than Johnny Fairplay. Right. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, weird that they uh, brought in Brian uh, Erlocker mm-hmm. to essentially do nothing. No, he cleaned house, man. He wasn't involved in the main event. But well, he, that was the whole point, though, is he was going to be involved in the main event. Right. But he beat up Fair Play, which I'm curious to see, actually, if that does get, end up getting something. I mean, essentially, you have two, we'll say, celebrities. I'm willing uh, to guarantee it will be on ESPN. Oh, well, it's better than nothing, then. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, honestly, for me, I'm in the middle on this show. I don't think it was bad, but... If you skip this show, I don't really think you would have missed too much. The Chris Saban, Michael Shane was good, though. I did enjoy well, that. Well, I mean, you would miss who would have power. Well, yeah. You know what I mean, though. I'm saying, like, the yeah. quality of the show. And by the, by the way, I'm not saying that I thought that that main event was going to be good or anything special. I think it's the rest of the show that kind of let me down. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with you. 
Uh, I'm also going to go in the middle with this one. Uh, I can't say it was bad, but I can't say it was initially good either. And I think that right. the uh, the main angles that they had going on, or like they continued on here, just really didn't add any level of like more excitement. Yeah, I think unlike yeah. last week where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's adding to this. So kind of a letdown there. Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of summed that up to, for me. Um, I think it's also important to note that was Don Callis' final match until 2019. Well, shit. There you go. So, and he wrestled some, like, random match in uh, in Canada then. So I just think that's kind of funny um, because I had a feeling he didn't wrestle much after that. So I, I checked quick there. Um not that his performance was amazing. No. Uh, all right. Well, next week uh, for uh, February 4th, I believe it's the 4th. Yeah, February 4th. Uh, what is announced uh, on this show is we'll see the Insane Clown Posse, Shaggy 2 Dope and Violent Shea. They uh, will be wrestling David Young and Glenn Gilberti. Al Leon is going to be taking on Abyss. The Sandman has once again recruited a former ECW mainstay legend, if you will, Terry Funk, for yet another match against CM Punk and Julio De Niro, better known as The Gathering. And we will, in fact, get a NWA World Heavyweight title match when Jeff Jarrett defends against, well, we don't know. It is a mystery opponent. And neither does he, apparently. Right, nobody knows. The only person who knows is Eric Watts, who no longer has power. But in the last minute power move he signed a title match for next week for, with a mystery opponent so thanks right. eric watts thank you so much eric watts yeah you're a true hero uh dallas you got anything else for uh, this week's episode uh i don't think so man um you know middle of the road show i think next week should be interesting i like that they announced a uh, a name that's coming in, Terry Funk, and I am excited to see who Jeff Jarrett will defend the title against. Am I expecting to be my mind fucking blown? No, I am not. But I think it's fun when there's a surprise like that. And then in two weeks is this America's X Cup. It'll be fun. The first one, I, I think the first one um, was good, and I think that's good that they're incorporating this one into the shows two weeks before. I mean, showing us some of the talent that's in it and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I do think that's kind of cool. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to get to that and kind of see how this one show uh, taped a month kind of goes moving forward here for us. Yeah, hopefully they don't uh, screw it up too much. Uh, yeah, I hope not. We'll see. Uh, but all right. Next week is the beginning of the Don Callis era of running Impact, NWA, TNA, whatever you want to call it, along with Jeff Jarrett. So, for Dallas Greeley, I'm Bob Conning Jr., and this has been the TNA Crossline Podcast.